0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, House of Havoc proudly presents their podcast tag team champions of the world, the big guy, Chris Johansson, the muskrat Alicino, and as always, I'm that J-I-double-M-Y, the death of K-F-I-T.
1: Welcome to the AEW recap show from revolution and the month of february we're gonna get right into it we're with whitey and we're with big hawk here we go love that (laughs)
2: you're like Um, the man of a thousand nicknames yeah yeah, (laughs) hell
0: yeah like that um so last time we spoke big whitey you weren't here we did an emergency podcast the day cody left Thought we would have more on it, but there hasn't been much on the Cody news front. But the one thing that I had to say, and I didn't want to say it when we did the emergency show, but assuming he's going to go to WWE, right? All of these big Cody AEW moments that I loved so much, the throne breaker moment, the um, wrestling is more than one royal family, the shots that he's taken to them on TV, all of these things. Now, assuming he is going back. It comes off as a fucking toddler whose parents just had a newborn baby and is now acting out to get attention. And it kind of, to me, makes it seem like this whole thing was just an ego play for Cody to get the the love and the admiration from Vince that he didn't feel like he got the first time around.
2: I think. I think Cody... In his heart, really felt like he was doing the right thing when he left. He was, and I think that Cody till the till the end of time now will invest in Cody. And if investing in Cody right. means going back to the WWE, that's investing in
1: fucking Cody. get a bell. This man hit it on the goddamn head right there. That's it. You open up the show with fucking fire, right? That so I guess I got to bring the energy too because you open up with a hot take.
0: I mean, am I wrong though? That's you just are. The way you, it feels. No, you're not.
1: You're not wrong, but you're wrong in the sense that. Whitey, I, I, you can't be more right than Whitey is. You can't be. He literally just said, I'm not about, I don't care. WWE is no longer my family. The only thing I care about is Rhodes. That's the only thing I care about. He did what he had to do to get over on the independents. He did what he had to do to be, to, for AEW. And now he's chasing money. He's chasing stardom. He's chasing uh, lead roles in movies, whatever it is. Dude, he could sign a
0: one-year deal with WWE. And when that one year deal's over, he can go back to AEW. He's
1: and, he's
2: dusty, bro. He wants to be Dusty. I we and I know he does. He wants 100%. to be Dusty so bad. And, and dusty, you know, they, they were fucking him over at, at WCW. He was the most loyal WCW guy taking shot after shot after shot at Vince. And he said, You guys are gonna fuck with me, I'm gonna fuck with you. Hey Vince, I'm coming up. You
1: know right. What I, mean? I don't think it I I don't think it matters. I think From a – if you're looking at everything like – and it's a really good way to look at it. And a a lot of people look at it that way in the sense that like like story, 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 story matters, right? But if you go broad stroke, like everything he's doing is is the right thing to do for him and his family and yada yada. Now, don't get me wrong. It's going to be hard to get over, not in the eyes of the average fan, in the eyes of the diehards, the people that watch both shows like us, right? It's going to be hard to get over because you're going to sit there and be like, well, you did this and you did that and you did this, right? But there's just as easy. Like, he could go there for one year and turn around and come back and somehow lead a Ring of Honor fucking invasion, like we said. A year later.
2: He's kayfabe and all of them. He's kayfabe and all of us. You think
1: so? Yeah. I think, um, I think only he knows. I think he knows exactly
0: what he's going to do. I think he has a three-year plan lined up. Well, I brought up the idea of, like, if, if you want to do this short-term deal with Vince, um, what if, I don't know if I ever brought this up to you, maybe in text, not in person. What if there's some sort of language in this deal where it's like, yeah, fine, like I'll come over, we'll do WrestleMania, I'll do the war, I'll do the job, gonna be a big pop, whatever. It's like, but then I want Seth and Roman in a year's time at double or nothing, and we're doing a Shield angle.
2: That's what I said to you, which would be, you know, if 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 they do that, if they if they've orchestrated this since day one, fuck yeah.
0: Yeah, I'm into it.
2: Since, since nothing would have been bigger since the N.W.O.
0: If the Shield showed up on, if they fucking like give Tony Khan the license the IP for the song and they do the whole Shield deal and not this, not 2022, 2023, double or nothing. Yeah, a yeah. Year down the line from now, I think that would be amazing. Yeah. Um. Now, I, again, I said this then. T- I'll TK say it, would
2: it now. Be about it. TK would of you would, because <laughs>
0: it if it makes dollars, it makes sense, dude. Exactly.
2: TK and Vince both are businessmen and I think Vince 100%. doesn't want to get into a fucking war again. He's like I've been down that road. He's like I don't took years it off it. his life. I don't <laughs> got He's like I don't got it in me again. He's like I- And
0: they're not trying to be WWE. It's no. not they're not trying they're not WWE light like what Impact turned into in the no, early 2010s. No, they're exactly. they're, its own they're doing their own thing, and, own thing and Vince understands as well as Tony Khan as well as Matt um whatever his name is, the guy who owns GCW that Brett Waterdale. Sorry, I don't know why I was thinking his name was Matt. Um, Success for AEW is good for WWE. Right. Success for WWE is good for AEW. Right. It's good for GCW. It's good for NYWC. It's The business succeeds everybody. Who does it help
1: more if Cody Rhodes shows up at at Mania?
0: Vince. In the short term, Vince. If this turns into this whole big thing. See, now I feel the opposite. If Cody never steps foot in an AEW ring again. It does not do as much for AEW. As I feel
1: the opposite. I feel like if he shows up, especially if it, especially if he shows up with that entrance, anywhere near similar gear, if he shows up, I think it propels AEW in short term. Long term, WWE. If he if he jumps into a long term program on WWE, obviously, he's bringing more eyes to WWE's WWE's product. You know, but short term, he shows up for a fucking one night stand
2: here's the thing i think like when jeff showed up like on on wednesday
0: which we'll get to but
2: no i'm just saying but when that music hit his music hit you know like the real
1: didn't do it for me but go
0: ahead well they didn't get the edited wwe had an edited version they just played the song as recorded right
2: so but i'm saying that made that pop that much bigger jeff was gonna get a big pop but i think
0: he would have got a huge pop if he came out to similar creatures too though no i just yeah yeah
1: I just, think, was
0: it was so, that, run, I just think it was so. In his most I just
1: think it was so set fun. up that it took away from.
0: Well, and it was so over-reported. You know I mean? It was so over-reported yeah, and just, we knew it was going to come. It's so. The
1: internet, you know I mean? No, I know, but then I you mean, could tell the breakup. Like it was just so. You it's know.
0: Not, well, Brett did uh, Jeff Jeff rather did that small little YouTube podcast with the guy, and he basically said, "I'm going to yeah, AEW," gone, yeah. and this was like two weeks before. But I think the music made that pop. You know what I'm saying? 100%. Yeah. But because once they said they were doing the, the AHFO meeting. Yeah, you knew. That's knew, what I'm the saying. writing you was on the yeah. wall. But because sometimes like, we do know. That's not the point.
2: Like, you know? if Cody comes out to his his old WWF theme, will not be nearly as big as if he comes
0: out. To no, him. that's what I'm saying. Yeah. He has to come out.
1: There's no point if he, does, he doesn't come out as this Cody Rhodes because he might as well didn't come out of Stardust.
2: Now, does Brandy have to come out with him? Yes.
1: Yes. Yes. You have to run it. It would be cool if she did. You have to run it like, and if you're Vince, I don't know why you'd run it any other way. Run it like it's an invasion, run it like he's the motherfucker that can do whatever he wants. He's here. Or it's just
2: it's like they're going to do it like this is AEW versus WWE. You know? Like but if I was, I was sh- the
1: announcers, and I know they'll never do this, but if I was the announcers and he's coming to the ring at WrestleMania, I'm like, he's here from AEW. Like I would make it known. Like they, they probably won't, but I would make it known. because That's point, the American it's known nightmare. Known that yeah, that's the American nightmare. He's here from AEW. He brought new with him. Like that's what I would – that's how
0: you have to pitch it, dude. Like This is my last little thing to touch on the Cody thing as far as you said he's kayfabing all of us. Over the course of his last year in AEW, what's the one thing that everyone's trying to been pushed for him to do? Turn heel. Is there no better way to turn him heel than have him go work for the Fed for six months and then show back up? Be sick. If he shows back up in six to twelve months, that's what I'm saying. That's the ultimate way to turn him, and then he could also show back up as the heel. Like, it's like the- and work some sort of EVP angle where he's like, fuck you, now that my contract expired, now I'm back, that it, that clause about me no longer challenging for the world title was my old that contract.
1: That was the old contract. Yeah,
0: this is the new contract. Right. And then
1: he goes right at the belt. But do you see what I'm saying? He controls the narrative still because, like I said, he has a three-year plan lined up. If he goes to Vince, who says no? If he goes to Vince and says, Vince, I want a six-month contract. I'm hottest, I'm, the hottest, I'm one of the hottest things going right now, right? I want a six-month contract. You think Vince goes, No, three years or nothing. He goes, fuck yeah. I'll take you.
0: Vince would sign him for two months. Give me, give me Mania.
1: No, give me Mania and give me SummerSlam. I leave the day after SummerSlam. Vince is like, fuck yeah. After SummerSlam, like you said, he walks right back to Tony Khan, but he has to have a good run in the six months. You know, a couple big matches. He runs right back to Tony Khan and says, listen, I'm back. This is the angle I'm thinking. What do you think?
0: I think it's Who says no? Tony Khan says no? Shut the fuck I up. No, he doesn't. I think it's much more realistic that they use a different way to bring him back into the fold, which is a good segue for our next conversation. Tony Khan purchases Ring of Honor.
2: The video library and the production equipment.
1: The production equipment, really?
0: Yep. Yeah. <laughs> That's the deal. Um,
2: Not $40 million Like, it I was reported. Bullshit. Vince McMahon paid for WCW and all that video library, the NWA video library, the WCW video library, $2 million. So, really, and Sinclair Broadcasting owned owned Ring of Honor. Correct. So, and he's not buying the the, the, the most valuable part of that deal would have been the TV time slots and all. And all were stuff. they on TV? Well, maybe not locally, but somewhere in the country, yeah, they were on TV. So they would have those time slots are what's worth the money.
1: No, n- but, not nationally,
0: locally. You're saying?
2: Well, not he- here. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And then okay, maybe not nationally, but they might be in select markets.
0: Yeah, but let's be clear about one thing: Ring of Honor is not dissipating. No. they're going to continue to run Ring of Honor. Now they have nobody under contract because all of their contracts ended December thirty first. Tony Connor already said he's going to be booking Ring of Honor. So now he's booking AEW and Ring of Honor. Is he yeah. getting
2: TV time or no? It hasn't
0: been discussed yet. The Super Card of Honor, which happens every year, WrestleMania weekend is still happening. Apparently, creatively, that card is in a flux now. Cause now the Briscoes are on the card, but they don't have a challenger yet. I thought that was the Hardys. It's not that it's not that card, it's a this separate be card. Been Who about knows? Shit back it and should forth. be, F- but so did you watch Wednesday? Uh, I, They fired they Tully. Tully. Yeah. did okay. Not. I didn't they're see- trying to get Brett.
1: Yeah, they're trying to get Brett to him at heart.
0: I don't know about TK. The FTR themselves. FTR tweeted at they Brett tweeted and, and said, "We
1: him need him. you." Interesting. That would be fucking
0: But real sick. quick, because I just want to highlight on it. I read the other day that Warner Media does not want Briscoe the Briscoes in AEW. I can. I, can I understand, understand
2: why. Understand why. <laughs> I mean. What you
0: know? he said. Well, first of all, the one Briscoe brother. Lost his, like, four front teeth in the ring. Never got them fixed because it's a badge of honor. So, he just has a hole in the front of his mouth. Okay. So, right away, they don't want that. And they're just like... I mean, why do you think they don't want that? They're just not really, like... They're too gully. Yeah.
2: They're way too gully. I mean, I love them. They're fucking awesome. They're Incredible. They're awesome, but they can't be on... They, they're, they're, they're tough. Standards and practices are tough. I'm surprised they let them get away with all the shits and, you know, F-bombs and... and this well,
0: because I think they, they know that the fans want an edge of your product. Because yeah. even USA is pushing WWE to say shit and curse a little yeah. bit more. That's awesome.
2: Here's the thing. It, I think that the, you know, it's great. But there's two things that I think are happening with AEW that I'm not a big fan of. I'm not a big fan of every single show you go out there and you have a surprise new person coming in. I think that's going to get old real quick. It's like, Mm -hmm. and like, you're you're like, Keith Lee to me when he was like, there's a big, the door's opening and you and I are thinking it could be anybody. And then Keith Lee walks through, which we knew was going to happen anyway. That was just like a, like, it was a dud for me.
0: Same night, Jay White, much, much better. But Jay White obviously just popping in. The one, the one counterpoint I have to say to that. Is that I understand the the rot the bloated roster and all this Loated. thing. But as far as like the five appearance deals that we referenced on uh, the other episode. I have no problem with guys showing up working for like 6 weeks and then go- and then leaving and going back cuz that's in a way that's kind of wrestling outside of well that's old school outside of mainstream like WWE yeah that's old school wrestling it's like you territory. show it's up like the territory, show yeah. up, you work a program, you do your business and then you go on to the next fucking ter- and I got no problem with that. Like Cardona showing up doing a 6 week program and leaving. Well,
2: J Wright
0: was what? 3 weeks, 4 weeks? Not even. Yeah, Not even like that. Like I got no problem with guys tapping in and tapping out like that to me. Not everybody who shows up needs to be on a 3-year deal and needs to be on TV yeah. every week. My what I do have a problem with is like Christian hasn't wrestled on TV in 4 or 5 months. Brian
2: Cage, Miro, Christian. I mean, Miro
0: was hurt and now he just got better and now right. creative's trying to figure out what to do with him. They just re-signed Miro through 2026. All right, so, so here's he here, here's what I'll say he about that. I didn't know that. He was hurt, yeah. Out. I he, just he's healthy now but they're just I would love to
1: see the books and I would just love to see like what their bottom dollar is as long as they're making money then it makes sense right that's fine but from your perspective like i agree with you you can't have a surprise entrance every week you can't you can't bloat the roster too much because then it turns i don't want it to turn into another wwe where there's two shows and like well there already is but you know what i'm saying like ring of honor is there's guys from ring of Honor. you know what i'm saying like well
2: if they could do it where like they have ring of honor be its own separate entity on tv and you're going to get some of these because like you like you said to me like you know do all these guys deserve to be on TV? Like, sure, of course they all deserve Yeah, do. but it's so not going to feel like that. I would love to see them all on TV. But, like, the thing is, is, like, if you're going to use that, that Ring of Honor platform to get some of these AEW contracted wrestlers onto Ring of Honor plus have
0: Ring of Honor. Like, yeah, I, no, I, I well, agree. Well, that's the thing. They Right now they have no roster because nobody's so, contractually obligated to Ring of Honor. I just, so I, my fear is that Tony. As far as who the roster is going to be, Tony could just decide this is the line. And all right. of you are now but Ring he, of Honor guys. But, so, but like, he has to.
2: Are they just going to be YouTube or they're going to be on TV? I would imagine he's – like I would
0: imagine service. Tony is going to get it – well, streaming service is coming one way or another and then forget about it. That's what HBO But I good. would imagine he's going to try – HBO, yeah. Well, because they work with Warner. I just yeah. – I just
1: – Yeah. I just don't want him to keep bringing guys in on these three-year deals, these, these large contracts because he feels like he needs them because he feels like he needs to get this guy. You know what I mean? Like –
0: well, but so to to counter that too, because right. isn't
1: it, isn't that what WCW did? wasn't wasn't the right? wasn't so their gonna, biggest issue I'm the bloated contracts? You. I'm
0: going to counter you right now. Well,
2: no, that wasn't really the biggest issue.
0: Because the, the, the biggest issue was, was Warner was, Media didn't want wrestling on their pro, on their programming. Well, okay, right? yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. So they kept squeezing them, squeezing
0: them, squeezing. Him. It was just to not... counter the WCW argument in the bloated contracts, first of all, the three of them in the NWO had clauses in their deal that nobody could make more than them. Correct. I think just Nash and Hall. Just Nash. So every time someone- Hogan som- was
2: the top paid and he couldn't be touched.
0: Every time somebody signed that got paid more than Nash and Hall, Nash and Hall's salary went up to $1 above that.
2: So the way it worked out was Hogan was the top guy and he had the untouchable, like, godlike contract. And then Hall and Nash's contract were like, we want to make the most money in the company less than Hogan. So if Hogan's making- four, So in turn, Hogan's contract would always go up. Because Hall and Nash's contract would always go up. because, say they bring in Bret Hart, so Bret Hart's gonna make an astronomical amount of money, but Hogan's got to make more than that. Hall and Nash got to make more than that. So it's like that's yeah. And the and so the ego
0: is really kind of what got right. Right, and, right, right, And the structure
2: the structure was that TNT did not give them any money to produce their show. Like TNT gives like a lot of the money for WWE to produce SmackDown. where TNT was like, "You're your own entity. You're gonna pay for your own shows. You're gonna pay your own co- your wrestlers." Like we're you know you have Turner money. But, like, this is your budget for the year spend it. You know
0: what I mean? And to their credit, a lot of guys were showing up to wrestle and checks from the week before were bouncing.
2: No, that, never, so.
0: ne- that, that was ECW, not not. TV. Oh, ECW, not sorry. That
2: was Paulie. Paulie was not paying people.
0: But so my counterpoint to the blooded roster of the wcw is they would just sign these contracts to get guys, especially if it meant stealing top draws from WWF because they were fighting a war. Right. Tony Khan is avoiding that problem. By not signing Cody, because he has a talent budget and he's sticking to his talent budget.
1: I don't think that's why. That's uh, my personal opinion. I don't think that's why. I think it's because Cody wanted more creative freedom and Tony Khan took it away from him. And I think well,
2: he had a falling out with like the with the rest of the elite.
0: Yeah, um, the box Buc- allegedly. Yeah. yeah,
1: allegedly, but I think Cody wanted. I think Cody was given some sort of creative freedom in the beginning, and he was like helping Tony book it. And I think Tony was like, okay, I'm on my feet now. I think I understand how this industry no. works.
0: This is my opinion. I think he looked at Danielson and Punk getting three years, four or five million, right? That's what Punk got. Well, whatever their contracts were. I think Danielson looked at the uh, – I'm sorry. Cody looked at the the two contracts that Danielson and Punk got and said, I want m- their money or t- or money bigger than them. And Tony's no. like, listen, we don't have it right now. I can't agree with that. Because well, Tony could have just as easily picked up the, the, the final year option on Cody's contract that he did on – Cage's contract, but he didn't want to because he didn't want to hold him hostage. Yeah. That's what Tony Khan's on the record saying. Now. Yeah, but I
1: also feel like like he was also on two TV shows that he was getting paid from. Like he
0: was That's how I feel, which like, is why I feel like it's ultimately just Cody. I don't think it was Cody, a money thing, dude. I don't think which it was is a money thing. what which is what brings me to say that Cody it's the he needs to get the pat on the back from Vince. That's it's an ego thing. He needs to get he will never sleep right. You know, or like he'll never be able to really look at himself in the mirror and feel like he did it until he gets that affirmation from the Fed and from Vince. That's what I have to say on it. All right.
2: Well, um, I still think it's, you know, Vince is going to offer him a big fat check. He's not.
1: Gonna 100%.
0: That,
2: you know, because it's.
1: He's
0: making his money regardless. So I'm not worried about the money because I think Tony Khan doesn't get. You don't get to be what the cons are without having some financial. uh, So they're not like. and,
1: And the other thing is like from a business standpoint, like I always I'm thinking about this. Like they, they are not public. They're not. I don't think no. they have intentions no. of going public. No, um, not right now. At least, I mean,
2: maybe once they become more international.
0: Yeah. So he doesn't have a board of directors to answer to. He doesn't right. have shareholders to answer and to. And that's
1: and that's because because otherwise shareholders are going to ask. Yeah. Do we, do do, we really need
0: forty-something-year-old punk on four million a year? Like, do we really need to? You know, we're in the red. This like shit like that. Yeah,
1: that's what I'm saying. It, the problem is, a lot of it's not going to be. Like AW goes public, it's not going to be us buying shares. It's going to be institutional institutions buying them, and then they're like you said, they're going to be asking, well, how do we get this number low, or how do we get this number higher? What could we do? And then that's when it turns into what WWE is, and it's you know, it's more about the bottom line than it is about the product. In the most recent future, you know, in the most recent future, most recent past.
0: So what do we got next? We'll do it this way on a scale of one to ten. How big of a deal is Jeff Hardy's arrival at all elite wrestling? Six. six. Ooh. Yes, six. Go ahead. You,
1: I mean, I, I'll make it simple. He's great. He's a great wrestler, okay? Little older. They can do stuff with him, right? They have a direction now for Matt, and uh, he brings in fans. He brings
0: in fans and brings in merchandise, yeah, one which of, is one of the strongest some... one of the strongest fandoms in pro wrestling right. over the course of the last twenty five years. Right. one of the strongest connections to his fans. They follow him everywhere he's went. No, I, by all accounts, this guy should have been thrown by the wayside by the fans. If not in two thousand five, yeah. if not in two thousand nine, definitely by Victory Road two thousand twelve. Hundred yeah, percent. Everybody should have thrown this guy by the wayside, but we don't because He's, for whatever reason... There's something
1: she, about him. There's
0: something about him that makes the fans just... They love him. They're going to keep coming back to see him. And before I toss it over to you, the nostalgia shit, the, the loaded theme song coming out. I even said when they came out, wearing gear from like, it looked like what they wore in WrestleMania X. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, yo, that. Jeff, the the see-through, the sheer mesh shirt went out of style 30 years ago, bud. It like, was wait. never in style, dude. He <laughs> made it in style. Like, get so, the fuck out of here. So I... D- like that'll probably get old quick, but I think there's plenty of possibilities for broken Matt Hardy and Nero, Nero or broken Matt Hardy and Willow. I would love to see Willow get a second run.
1: Now, I want Wade to get his first opinion, but I want to go off what you're saying. My fantasy booking for them would be broken Nero, Darby, Sting, form a, uh, a group. Go ahead, go.
2: So, again, this is an opinion, so let's not
1: get heated. Oh, well, we probably will.
2: I think that. Jeff Hardy, for what he is, he's a phenomenal talent. He's got a tremendous fan base. I think had he stayed clean, he could have been one of the top guys forever. Yeah. I think him coming in kind of fell a little flat, only because, and again, not he's got a huge following, so that's going no matter what he, where he goes, he's gonna get the big monster pop. I think he was just on the long list of guys, one after the other. Like Adam Cole felt special. Daniel Bryanson, or, uh, Daniel Bryanson. Bryan Danielson. Danielson felt special. Punk felt special. Punk felt special. But now it's getting to the point where it's like, oh, great. Oh, and another one. And another one. And another one. Swerve,
1: Keith Lee, um, Hardy.
2: It's literally been like the last eight shows in a row has had some sort of a return. Murphy, Buddy Murphy. Yeah, it's just been like guy after guy after guy after guy. And I think... Had they separated some time, it would have been a much bigger impact for me. Because I think it's I'm getting worn out on it. It's like, okay, here's another guy. Okay, where what's this guy gonna do? And like and I think Jeff, because of who he is and where he's gonna fit on that card, it's he will have a much bigger impact because he is in that upper echelon of of top stars in 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 wrestling. But I just, you know, I, I think they gotta get away from this like every single week or every single show, there's a new guy coming in.
0: Well, it's like I said in, in the group text when um when the announcement that Tony purchased Ring of Honor, now all of a sudden it sort of seems like it makes a little bit more sense. Yes. All of the talent, you know, it doesn't seem as bloated if they're going to fill out Ring of Honor with some of these guys. But, again, that's a big if. Um, anything else on Jeff's arrival before I got one last thing to touch on with the Jeff thing? Talking about what he could have been. Freddie Prince told a story on his podcast relatively recently Referencing no, uh, was it Armageddon or No Way Out? Two thousand eight, when Jeff won the belt.
2: Armageddon.
0: Armageddon, two thousand eight. So they all get in the room. I'm going to give the most abridged version of this I can. They all get in the room. They've been building up this story for a couple of months now. We're finally going to get the payoff tonight. This is day of, Sunday morning. They're in the room. They're like, all right, you know, Vince is running the meeting. Stephanie Hunter, everybody's in there. Like, all right, main event. What are we going to do? And Freddie Prinze again, like I said before, being the guy who's not afraid to get lose his job. Stands up and he says, uh, I think, you know, we've been, we got a good thing going here. We need to put Jeff over and give him the belt and, you know, pay. We're going to have to pay off for the, for the story that we've been telling over the course of the last six months or whatever. And, you know, this is what I think we got to do. And Vince was like, all right, anybody else? And people, a couple of people, writers agreed and it got quiet. And Hunter, who was the champ at the time, was silent the whole time, slams both of his hands on the desks and says, we really going to fucking trust this guy? And they argued about it some more, and then Hunter is all right. Vince called the meeting, and after they'd called the meeting, everyone would leave except, essentially, Vince, Hunter, Stephanie, would it have been Pritchard still at that time or no?
2: What
0: year? Oh eight. Yeah. Pritchard and who was the Johnny Ace maybe? Yeah, Johnny Ace. So the five of them in the maybe room. Ross. So Freddie Prinze Jr. Tell the way he tells it, he walks out. He's sitting in another room across the hallway. You he could see hear some. Uh, Excited conversation going on in the room. And then finally, Hunter walks out, slams the door shut, and then just walks away. If you remember that night, triple threat match, Hunter, Hardy, Edge. Hardy goes over. Who did he pin?
2: Edge.
0: Edge, because Hunter wouldn't do it. Hunter would not do the job for Jeff. And guess what? Hunter wound up being right, because only about 18 months later, Jeff got popped again. Mm. So, I mean, if, is that, if that's it on Jeff Hardy, we're ready to take a break.
1: Yeah. Yeah, take a break.
0: It's
2: a new year, and with new year comes new resolutions. And what's going to help you complete the resolutions that you set forward for yourself this year? Inspiration. And we have just the company for you that's focused around inspiration. Head on over to staythirstyco.com and put in the code HAVOC to get 15% off on your next order. And make sure you take a look over at the Winter 2022
1: Collection. That's staythirstyco.com. Drop the O-Y and focus on you. All right, we're back, and we are going to talk AEW Revolution. We're going to recap that show. That show was a last week, right? Yeah. Um, Sunday. So, yeah, so a week ago, yeah. Um, unbelievable show, in my opinion. I mean, I watched it twice. I watched it twice. You did? Yeah, I did. I, I actually forced my uh, girlfriend to watch it with me. She was... Not thrilled and I kept having to touch her and be like look baby gonna miss this spot like you know I, you know <laughs> she's like cool but you know anyway so I watched it twice I thought it was a very good show uh we, we mentioned it earlier I think that some of the matches were a little drawn out like they tend to just go a little too long and like I think me and you were saying like there were spots where I was like that could have been the finish and I would have been okay with it and that's right the only yeah. thing Sometimes, when everyone tries to have a five star match. Even,
0: not even that could have been. Should have. Should have. Has right. to be. Right. But, so I said this when we were, as the show was closing, and uh, I've been saying it for a while now. The way I feel about the AEW pay per views, I'm talking about them right now the way I would be talking about Kendrick in the 2010s, where every time Kendrick put something out, I'm like, that was the best hip hop project since the last time Kendrick put something out. Every AEW show. Yeah. Feels yeah. like that's the best wrestling show I've seen since the last AEW pay-per-view. And Revolution, I felt the same way again. And I'm not, maybe I am wearing the glasses a little bit and we know how Meltzer is and how he could get. He's not that like loose with his rating system though. I think four or five matches were four and three quarter stars. Well, Meltzer loves. He AEW. loves the box. He, he loves, loves the box yeah, so much. He
2: loves AEW. All right. So I, I have to just preface everything I'm going to say before I say this. Is I did not watch the pay per I've read a tremendous amount of reviews. I've listened to a tremendous amount of reviews on podcasts. I've watched highlights and clips. Yeah. So from what I'll, from what I've been told, Eddie and Jericho had the best match of the night,
0: which is what we're going to, I'm going to go down the whole thing in the order it went, but yeah. Um, Yeah. I mean, yeah.
2: I I was told that, uh, you know, that a lot of the matches that were multiple person matches, not necessarily one-on-one matches were a little bloated because, again, you're trying to get so many people onto the pay-per-view, which, again, is an issue that I'm going to foresee in the future with them. Because you've got to remember, Kenny's still not around. Miro's still not around. Brian. Where's Brian Cage? You know what I mean? Lance Archer was not on that pay-per-view. You, know, you have a lot of their top talent not around for it, and you're trying to put people in to try to get everybody on the pay-per-view.
1: So The only thing I'll say before we start reviewing is I think that people are always going to find, me included, are always going to find something to complain about. And even when it's a really good show yeah if you if you break it down deeper, you could say you could say what he said, you know what I mean? So when it's a really bad show, you say, "Oh, the show is shit." when it's a really good show, you say, "Well, here are the issues I had with it." so no matter what, there's always something to to it right so i i i I understand what he's saying, but at some point, we just kind of have to step back and say, that was just a good wrestling show, you know what I mean, regardless of what 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 went down
0: so right I mean, so like everybody. You know, person by person, fan by fan, has their own definition of what makes a great wrestling show. Right? right. But what one, makes a good match? Here's what makes Revolution great, in my opinion. We got nine main card matches, nine different styles of wrestling.
1: 100%. Everything
0: gave you something different.
1: Hundred percent. Did you hear that, the crowd? Did you hear the crowd f- fell flat? They said.
2: Well, it's a long show. I mean, with the pre-show and then also, you know, it's a four. It was a four-hour pay-per-view, I think. Right? Yeah. So I mean, that's you're looking at five hours. Crowd
0: wasn't that season. into well, it. Three matches on the pre-show is too many. Yeah, hundred you know, percent. And
2: the issue is, is like on T, because I watched, you know, Rampage and Dynamite. I've, I've not watched this particular week's Rampage, mm-hmm. but I watched Dynamite. And and the heavyweight championship belt, the AEW heavyweight championship, the big plat. What do they call it? Big, plat- big Platty. It's not held in the highest regard. So and then you're going to put that show at the end, you know, that that match at the end of the show cuz you've had Jericho and and Kingston, you had Moxley and Punk, you had no, Moxley and Danielson. Moxley and Danielson. Yep. You had um, um Punk and MJF. Punk and MJF. So you had all these big matches before that, and you had to come down from all those matches. Right, I know that's the difference. And it's hard, you know. You also you had the the TNT title, the you know Cargill and 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 Ty TBS Conte. title, yeah. yeah, the TBS title. You mm-hmm. know, I mean? there was a lot going on you had The Dynamite Diamond Ring with Wardlow, because now you're trying to push Wardlow. And I think the issue that they're running into, like I keep reiterating, is that they're running out of TV time for these people. When you have a when you only have four pay per views a year, and you only have Three hours of you know television a week because like I don't I don't watch Dark and Elevation. But
0: that's not that's not for them a lot of the time. You know, it's not for the main roster, so to speak. No storylines.
2: I, I understand, but it's like you're still trying to find you know because now you have Keith Lee. you have The House of Black, you have you know where's where's really other than being like the bitches to to Hangman, where is Dark Order been? You're not seeing They've
0: been flopped, They've been flopping around since Brody passed. Unfortunately. No, I know. It's
2: just it's it's. But that's the thing is like those are the guys that I want to see. I want to see these guys. Like I'm. Ch- I for me, I want to change the channel to see something different at this
0: point. Well, they're starting to set the breadcrumbs for the Dark Order and leaving Hangman. Yeah. Yeah. You, no, no, did I, you see that?
2: I saw. I saw that after the you know because he picked whatever. For, he picked
0: the Bucks, yeah. and then. They they were like Johnny was like oh who's gonna do it me and Alex you yeah. want Anagen and he was like okay. oh no like I promised the Bucks I'd let them uh, right get their hands on whoever again so but, but then like, the Bucks said we're out like we're not touching that right out.
2: but again get, just getting back to the main point I just think that they're I hope that they could do something positive with Ring of Honor and spread this roster out because I want to see all these guys wrestle but it's difficult now because it's like there's so much wrestling to watch you know you have. Three hours of Raw, two hours of SmackDown, two hours of Dynamite, and another hour of that. Plus, yeah. if you watch Impact or you watch anything else,
0: it's tough. Like a lot. Well, I mean, eventually you're gonna have to pick and choose. You can't right. Watch you're gonna have all. to have that's some why, fandom too. One. That's why we're gonna have you know, this is for you. WWE is for this kind of person. AEW might be for this no, kind I know, of fan. But if we're
2: and, gonna be doing a podcast like this. You gotta watch. It's as much a as, lot of stuff. And, yeah, it's a lot to to cover. to try to, to you know. And again, I love wrestling and I will watch as much wrestling as possible. But it's you know I think AEW needs to kind of pump the brakes a little bit on bringing guys in because it sounds like everything's getting
1: loaded. So we're gonna grade each match. Is that the plan? What's what's the plan here?
0: Yeah, grade it. Talk great about it. Go out. ahead. Jericho versus Eddie opened the show. Red hot. The right match to open the show. This was a classic Japan strong style wrestling match. I mean Kingston to me, it's a shame he's sold before he's getting his due because Kingston's amazing, and I know it's because. He's again one of these guys who's probably not. He says, "I'm not a sports entertainer." He's not someone Vince would want. He's not a body guy. Well,
2: he's too real.
0: That's the thing. He's so real, he's and like real. we're we're from it? the area. Like he's from Yonkers, New York City area. Right. We're from Long Island. We know guys like Eddie Kingston. Like I've met right. guys. I know guys who. So it. I think it hits harder a little bit with us. But I still think King is one of the best on the stick.
2: Let, let me ask you, from you guys' perspective, was this the best match Jericho's had in AEW? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Pro- uh, probably. From all
2: accounts that I've heard, because again, I didn't watch the pay per view, but from all accounts I've heard, this is the best match that Jericho's had, and obviously it's the, the best, best match,
0: match both of them have had.
1: Yeah. Oh, definitely King. Yeah, definitely Kingston.
0: Yeah. And the right guy goes over. Well,
2: I'm glad Eddie's the
1: pace the this
0: deal, the you know? pacing was good. I didn't care who went over,
1: but if it meant what happened Wednesday, then it made sense. No,
0: Eddie needed the win. Eddie needed the win, for sure. Yeah, you
1: guys both felt strongly about that. I
0: didn't feel strongly about that, but...
2: Well, who's Eddie beaten? No one. He's Mm lost to everybody.
0: Right, right, right. No, 100... percent. I get you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eddie Eddie needed the rub, and this was definitely... Eddie's, like, kind of taking his opportunity now to, like, show his love for wrestling and his style of wrestling that he loves, and, like... Kind of opening the door to people who might have eyes on AEW that aren't familiar with stuff outside of sports entertainment. Mm -hmm. Like he tweeted the other day, I'm ending the conversation right now. The all-time goat of professional wrestling is Terry Funk. No argument about it. You ask a lot of people younger than us, they don't even know who Terry Funk is or what he did. I mean,
2: just from my perspective, how do you argue
0: that? You can't. The one guy, I forgot who it was, said the only – I'm fine with it, but the only argument I would make is Kenta Kabashi. Which is again, I couldn't tell. I haven't if, seen if one tenth tenth
2: yeah, I've seen Terry Funk, and Terry Funk, you could argue the, you know, the best, however you want to describe him.
0: So know. he's taking his opportunity to go out there and like, well, you don't, you guys don't know, like you don't have a lot of familiarity in the uh, strong style wrestling, which I love so much. Well, now you you don't have a choice. You're gonna watch it for twenty minutes. And
2: well, a lot of those guys love that strong. I mean, you know, yeah. Brian Anderson and and just all these guys, you know, Moxley and and Kingston and um. So, you know, a lot of the guys have been out with Japan. So now they're intro- like that's what AEW has been able to do is introduce people to things that they haven't seen before. You
1: know. I
0: give it, uh, I mean, how are we doing it? We're doing the letter grade? Sure. I give, I'll give it an
1: A. You want to You want to switch it up for AEW instead of WWE? You want to go uh, n- uh number grades, 1 to 10?
2: Five stars.
0: You want to go out of five stars? Oh, that's that too tough. No, so I'm not going to do that because I already saw what Meltzer ranked them. So it's going to, I'll go 1 to 10. One to, 1 to 10. Switch uh, it up. AEW uh, AW gets one numbers. 1 to 10 hard numbers? No, what? no. Are you, are you a fucking are you Are you joking? Right. Every, everyone knows the rules. Everyone Holy shit. Whole eight numbers. Point, 8.9. Point
1: ah, I was going to go 8.8. 8, so there you go. I can't grade it
2: because I didn't watch
1: All right, Fair fine. Enough. You won't grade it. 8.8. Yeah, 8, 8. Did I cover
0: it all? You want
1: anything uh, No, I don't. Uh, no, you covered it all. Wednesday. So now you got basically the follow-up was
0: The Jericho Appreciation Ortiz Society. and uh, Santana. Ortiz and Santana came out to make the save. No, I'm
1: saying that you think they'll form a little group from New
0: Yorkers? I mean, I don't know if they're going to form a group, but they're definitely always kind of going to be boys, yeah. which I is fine because there are a lot of they're stables not, now. They're Fun. Not
2: factions or stables, but they're, like you said, it's like... Friends. Because like, <laughs> like, like the best friends, are they a stable or they... They're yeah. a
0: stable. Yeah. I don't know. Go ahead. We'll go next match. Triple oh, threat tag match. I love Dan Housen. I love Dan Jurassic Housen. Express yeah. versus Red Dragon versus the Young Bucks. I mean, you know... This is just your typical three-way tag match. No, it wasn't. I mean, in terms of <laughs> style. I yeah, mean, in I guess, of yeah, style, yeah, And booking, yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. But, you know. Um, I loved it. I think all six of those guys are super talented. Yeah, it's just ridiculous. They are doing great what they're doing to build the ultimate Kenny and the Bucks versus Red uh, Undisputed Era. Is I mean you just see the writings on the wall. Hundred percent. Yep. It's all it was all to drive that storytelling forward, which kind of at the lucha, uh, not the luchas, the Jurassic Express's ex, uh, expense in a way. I still think it was a really solid match. I mean, like all of these matches tend to be that anything that involves the box, it's spot fest a little bit, you know. Yeah.
1: Here's the one thing I'll say, and I really like the match. Like I really liked this match. This is the one that I was like, Valentina, you got to watch this match. Um, I'll say two things. A little too much with the super kicks. We well, get I, it. Yeah, it's well, a I'll, super
0: kick party. We get it. Take it easy. My problem nah. with the super kicks comes much later, but
1: and right. And the other thing is
0: Doomsday, the Doomsday device. The Doomsday I device. I fucking hate when people kick out of the Doomsday device, you never dude. Well, they kicked out. The well, well, they did, dude. Started.
1: There were there know. were two spots in this where I was like. Yo, if that's gonna end it, like that's gotta end it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, they
0: did like Wuchasaurus had him up on his shoulders, and you know Jack Perry did like the jump from the apron to the outside, jump off the rope onto the top, and then did the. It was. It but was no, sick, ha- no hands on the ropes. Yeah, he did the jumping. You know, did a jumping the whole time. It was a sick take on the Doomsday Device. But if you're gonna do the Doomsday Device in any capacity, one, two, three, or someone breaks the pin up, no fucking clean kick out of the Doomsday Device. I won't have yeah. it.
2: here's my issue. I think that Red Dragon has phenomenal psychology. Yeah. Wrestling psychology. I think the Bucks have the absolute worst wrestling psychology. And again, this is one man's opinion, but I think the Bucks are overwhelmingly talented in what their abilities are in the ring. Yeah. They can't sell for shit. They can't tell a story for shit. They're spot monkeys to the the, the 10th degree. I think they're... Again, hugely talented. And, and if they could just learn...
0: Absolute to, heat magnets. Yeah. Oh, my
1: God, dude. But the goatees. Like, I was like, this guy... But
2: they're, they're two, like, they're two out of five. Because they can't sell. They can't tell a story. Or three out of five, I'll give them Because they can talk. You no, know, they, 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 they're they good, great heels. They can perform the moves like nobody's business. And they can go like nobody's business. But they can't tell a story. So
1: sell. a guy like Cesaro is great at everything. And that's fine. But sometimes... Or I should say above average and everything, right? But sometimes you don't need that. Sometimes you could be really good at just a few things and get by. And they, I, that's can, what they do. Can right? I
0: just make an argument more and I'm going to pose it as a question and I'm like, we don't have to overkill it, but do you think the reason that the Bucks specifically, but a lot, because AEW does get blasted for being a spot fest, but I don't think it's just AEW. I think it's the way wrestling is right no, now. No, it is
2: the way wrestling
0: is, yep. Yeah. But uh, my argument that I'm going to pose in the form of the question, are the Bucks the way they are as in terms of their you know the super kicks and the high spots and not as much on the psychology aspect of it do you think that might be because they came from the indies in a time where there was no scripted television where you have a lot of people that might be at a live show for the first time or a clip might get put up on instagram and what's going to pop Maybe. what's going to pop on instagram for a, for a ring of honor well, when they're not on tv that's but that's the, the high spot the canadian destroyer off the ladder or yeah, whatever but that's
2: whatever it is. the issue is like you know, when, when I'm watching a match, I want to see them tell a story. Like Punk and MJF, from all accounts that I've seen, told a phenomenal story in the ring. You know, and they were slow, they were plotting, they weren't high impact, high octane. Where this match was like 100 miles an hour from the start to the finish. You know, and I think that when you, like Shawn Michaels could do all the shit that the Young Bucks do. You know what I mean? But he would tell a story in doing all, like he would utilize what he could do to tell a story. I think if the Bucks could learn how to do that, then they would be, in my opinion, the greatest tag team in the world. But as of right now, I think that they're not even the greatest tag team on their own roster. You know what I mean? I think, and again, I'm an old school guy. So you're you're going to say FTR? Like, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, FTR I might know. be. <laughs> because, right. they tell, because they tell a story. Right. It's fine. And I, don't but if, if,
0: but that's, I don't know if you guys picked up on this or not. The tag ropes are only in the ring when FTR wrestles. Yes. They're not even on the ring unless FTR is there. Right. Really? Because yeah. They're the only ones, who who The only ones it. who, and it's part of their deal now. Is that they like Dax makes an effort to show you that he's grabbing like the rope.
2: Dante Martin, that's a guy who can sell. Like that guy sells like like a fucking champ. You know what I mean? He goes out there. Takes his him. brother
0: is so lucky he didn't take off without him over the course of the last oh, year. Oh,
2: right, that's what I'm saying. No, Dante is the one that was there, right? Or yeah, like,
0: Darius is the one. Darius. Darius, Darius is, is so Darius. lucky that yeah. Dante didn't take off without him. Because
2: Dante is, you know, he he can he can sell his ass off. He knows how to tell a story. He's got phenomenal facial expressions. He And he can do all that stuff the Bucks do, but he knows how to tell a story with it.
1: If I'm a tag team indie wrestler, like my brother, like me and my brother are tag team, you know. Like, our, my goal is to go to a, Like, my goal is to make it to A. Like, right. AEW is making it. You know what I mean? WWE is not. They just don't value tag teams, which is fine. I agree with you. FTR probably is the best, definitely psychologically in the world, but...
2: But you could also, you can make an argument for the Lucha Brothers when Phoenix is healthy. You can make an argument. I think I... Look... You can make like there's a there's, there's my favorite is out. is the Lucha Brothers. Yeah. If know, I had to you choose, you can make an argument that Santana and Ortiz are one of the top tag teams. You can make an argument that Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus are one of the top tag teams. So their their tag team division is loaded. The and now you just added or Jeff or and Matt. Th-
0: yeah. So, I mean, yeah. So, so if I had to, and
2: Jeff and Matt are gonna want to win those titles.
0: And I
1: like mm-hmm. no. No, I like, it's gonna
2: happen. You know what's
1: gonna happen. I mean, that's that's bad booking, in my opinion. But if they I will to, eventually, if I yeah eventually, if I had to rank them right now, like just really quickly off the top, I would say it would be uh, Lucha Bros, then Jurassic for me, for me personal preference, uh, Lucha Bros, Jurassic Express, FTR, and then the Young Bucks.
0: That's how I would go. I think Red Dragon might be. That's just ho- pushing. Yeah. No, but that's just, that's, that's, just yeah. that's
1: just the way I view it. That's the way I like. I like that's that's what I like. But anyway,
2: I love, I love their psychology
0: together, O'Reilly Fish. They're, they're, oh yeah, they're, all three of them. Are, yeah, the under, I think I don't know if it's not official yet, but they addressed them on social media as the undisputed originals. Okay. So I don't know if that's going to be their name going, but we'll see.
1: I'm going to give it an eight four. I think it's a little less than the first match because it's obviously less psychology, more high spots. I am a high spot guy. I like high spots. I like to see things that I wouldn't be able to see at a, at a different program. So that's why I go. I, like I said, I'm
2: just, I'm just, I like a story. I wanna watch right. A match Story's
1: great, but you don't need a story for this because we knew Jurassic Express needed to go over to continue the story for everybody else. That was fine.
0: The, the, yeah. I mean, it's a good setup story for the match. And, um you need, not you need, but AEW feels like you need one car crash per show, right? And this is really their car crash of yeah. the show.
1: Yeah. I'm going to go 8-4. I went 8-4. To say. Not great. What? Not great.
0: Yeah, I know. Just, just so we're very close in both grades. Face of the Revolution ladder match, as far as multi man ladder match goes, pretty solid. You know, not, not, I don't. I'm trying to think if there's any crazy spots that oh, really. Uh, yes. This is just the vehicle to get more of one. right? Right, but so here's mm, yeah, my problem. But... Here is my problem with it, and I'm not saying you have to do a money in the bank type of deal because obviously you're not going to want to do that. The match is on Wednesday night at St. Patrick's Day Slam. Scorpio Sky just went over. And that plan, and that was planned for a year. The whole Sammy dropping it to Cody, then winning it back from Cody, then eventually losing it to Scorpio Sky, has been in a plan for the last year. Okay. Scorpio Sky is looking to go thirty and zero over the course of the last year, and he will, and he will. So, what is the- now? I know what we're gonna do is MJF's going to wind up getting involved. We're gonna right. have MJF Wardlow at double or nothing. But my point is. Why not the whole point of the face of the win. revolution ladder match is to propel a superstar in a way, right? They Similar are to the way. Yeah, they are, but he's not going to get the payoff of the title win because now he's going to get dragged into the MJF feud, and so like it kind of feels like you're in one of these WWE situations where you wrote yourself into a corner because Scorpio Sky has to go over, but Wardlow needs to keep looking strong too, right? Well, th- this- and that's my problem with it. I know the MJF storyline is going to ultimately pay off, and you know how much I feel about Mike Wardlow. If I was having a draft right now of any active wrestler to start my own promotion, I'm taking him in the first round.
1: It's okay, a little silly, but all right. Uh, no, no, uh, no. I, I don't I, think it. I think first round's a little silly. No, I for three he, people, if us three did it, you take him in the first
0: round. Probably going forward for the next five years, if I'm starting that a promotion, that, that guy is uh, 100. percent I he's agree. Got the look, like I told you, he takes it serious. Not I a agree, lot of guys. Even the top guys take it serious every time they look so, out. So well, there.
2: him and MJF are on that same plateau where Jungle Boy, like you can't figure out, like is Jungle Boy really that guy? And is no, I don't think so. And is Darby really? Like I love Darby. I love, I love Darby, Darby
0: too. Darby's not that guy. Darby's, Darby's, Darby's uh, no. He's Darby's like, not that guy.
2: When they said Britt Baker, like Britt Baker is the the the, the future of that company. So you,
1: so you didn't see it, but you saw. I'm sure you saw clips or whatever. Heard about it. Here's why I liked it. Not not your prototypical ladder match I used to seeing. Um. Now I'll admit a lot of the ladder matches I've seen are from WWE. I don't really see many on AEW, or I can't remember many on AEW. I obviously the Cody Rhodes cutter off the ladder, right? Well,
2: Brian Cage's uh, debut, he like remember he came out, and he ripped the
1: ladder in half. Yeah. I mean, oh right, right. Well, they did that. They did that spot, and they
0: ripped. Who ripped the ladder in
1: half? Uh, Keith, Lee? Keith Lee. Lee had grabbed one half, and uh, and um,
0: powerhouse Hobbs.
1: Yeah, grabbed the other half, and they were fighting over it, and they ripped it in half. But anyway. The spots, that there were, I saw a few spots. Uh, I'll go them really quickly. Uh, Keith Lee, Hobbs, and Warlow kind of like messing around in the middle of the ring. Cassidy, uh, Orange Cassidy gets in the ring, runs up Warlow's back, and stands on top of those guys as they're all fighting and jumps and tries to grab the uh, ring. Yeah. That was a good spot. Another spot was with the ladder where they were picking it up in the air. Yeah, and he jumped they on the ladder. had the ladder ring. like this, and he grabbed it and kind of cat's cradled or what is it called? Skin the Cat? Right? Skin the Cat. Skin yeah. the Cat At his way up on top of the ladder, and they were holding it like this, and he reached for the belt. Oh, when, so, when
0: they were holding it as a bridge. Yeah. But then there was also, they were holding the ladder folded on an angle, and the guy jumped, he jumped off the ropes, landed on the ladder. Now, while. Were they, cre- were
2: they like really set up looking spots, though? No.
0: No, they, they, no it no. was pretty smooth The, like the, the Those two were pretty up, smooth. Yeah. And then Keith Lee tossed...
1: Him out over saw the saw top him. rope. Cassidy. Yeah, was it Cassidy or he tossed somebody? Remember you, over th-
0: You're talking about when nobody caught Cassidy and he wound up legitimately hurting his shoulder. He was in a sling on Dynamite because of it. Yeah. I saw remember his. we. Yeah, said, yeah, yeah. Remember we said nobody caught yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Nobody caught Orange Cassidy. Mm-hmm. He went right over the pile and landed with all that velocity. Nothing to yep. break his fall. So now he's
1: hurt, but but anyway, those are the high spots.
0: Wasn't my favorite match on the
1: card. Wardlow is legit, and that was a bad bump at the end with the with the mm-hmm. ladder. Well, it looked like, it looked nasty. The power, he likes power. Was it a power bomb? What was it? It was.
0: Yeah, it was a powerbomb.
1: Right? Bomb. The bridge ladder on the, yeah, it was a yeah. power bomb. I can't remember, but he took off. Dude.
0: Oh, well, was Starks? Yeah, he took Yeah, off. it was supposed to be a power bomb, but like, it almost looked like Starks was trying. Star, it was a bot powerbomb. But it was almost like they yeah. did it slow on purpose because it was a bad, it was a dangerous looking spot. Yeah. Now, let me ask you
2: this. To your point before, should they have saved? Taken not had Wardlow in this match, and instead just had Wardlow do what he did in the MJF match.
1: No, because he looked like a coming out of this match. If that didn't happen later on in the show, coming out of this match, I would still say Wardlow is the guy. Yeah, so but, it but only that, but, helps.
2: But, but my point is, is like if you're going to, you can't have him go beat uh, Sky now because you, now you're trying to push. If Sky. you knew
0: you were gonna, if you knew, which they did for at least a year, that they were pushing Scorpio Sky and this was gonna happen well, on this date.
2: That's my point. Should they have not had him? In I match? mean. And then who would you have go over instead? One, it's
0: questionable looking in the aspect that, like, we already have two good things. So, but at the same time, having, say, Wardlow comes out and looks like he's getting a clean victory over Scorpio Sky. Ethan Page gets involved. He drops him. Maybe even Page gets involved. He drops her. He's overcoming all the odds. And then MJF comes out and just kicks him in the dick. It does give you more fire for that ultimate double or nothing match they're going to have. And we're going to see MJF go from one of the greatest feuds that I've ever seen in my life to possibly another great feud with a lot of emotional juice to it. So I'm not willing to say it's a, like they should have booked somebody else. I just, at a certain point, it, it's almost like you're overdoing it. Yeah. But I got no problem with it. it makes sense. It's just so to me saying, like.
2: If, if, if they bring, if they have MJF what, come and fuck them over, then it's just more juice. More, like, more fuel in my right.
0: opinion, there's no way Scorpio Sky's going doing the job on Wednesday I night. think. So I'm, it's like you're putting two monsters against each other and one of them now has to fall. You know I think Which
1: scorpio's guy has to look good in, in not defeat because he's not going to lose but look good in yeah, you
0: can't make the circumstance
2: i would almost rather yeah. i would almost i would
1: almost rather this match not happen
0: the match on, it's happening. No, I oh, would it's happening, I would article.
1: I would almost rather something happen before that where Warlow gets jumped backstage and we don't know who it is but he's hurt. He can't compete.
2: I think I think the MJF coming and screwing him in the match. Yeah, it's I like, know. It's I it's like I, on that like skyrocket ascent and then all of a sudden MJF comes in with the dynamite diamond ring.
1: Right. Hits him and then So I'll grade the match.
2: Um Scorpio Sky got, like you he's gotta stay undefeated. I'm
1: trying I I don't I want to I like hold on. This is me taking off my <laughs> my AEW glasses. Uh, 7-4 for
0: that match. Yeah, I was going to say like 7-5. So we're right there. Yeah, we're right. We feel the same way. TBS title match, Jade versus Ty. Coolest part about this match for me is the Mortal Kombat year. <laughs> Ty's solid. She's doing the program with Paige Van Zandt now, probably. Um, did a really good job of making Jade look good. Jade's the future. Jade's a monster. She's the future. She's the future, the, she's the future she of the business, the no matter where she goes or if she stays.
2: Her and Charlotte got to get in the
0: 100 percent don't Um, care where it happens um overall pretty solid match i mean you know jade delivers every time she's out there um ty doesn't really do it for me but she's a good like she made jade look good i'm gonna go seven one
1: had a lot of emotions about jade at that night but whatever (laughs) um i'm gonna go seven one i i'm gonna go six eight Fire. It was just, it was just, it did what it had to do to me, and like, like Whitey said before, like I have to come down eventually. Like I'm watching these, and if this was the first match, might have been, I might have felt better about, like you know, but I'm, these matches, and then you're like, what the fuck, like you know, you go from the Kingston to the the, you know, the tag team match to the ladder match, you're gonna have to have a come down somewhere. Then that it just was sucks
2: and, that they got to use the TNT titles to come
1: down, and that was it for you me. Mean the TBS, TBS title, TBS, yeah, yeah. TBS, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So,
0: that was it but for me. But it's all part of... I'm going to confuse them a lot. It's all this. part of <laughs> yeah, well, no, me that... Yeah, it's right, that bitch that show. That bitch show. That's. bitch
2: <laughs> um, When do her and Britt Baker touch?
0: My, yeah, down the line. Double or nothing in 2023. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You got to let that... Let it's it to be it, soon,
2: though. Because like you can't just have Jade steamrolling everybody and then
0: Well that's what I'm saying. Why this match works is because right now Jade's in the process of still steamrolling everybody. She has to drop this first. That's, that's the this thing.
2: This her biggest win, right? Ty is her biggest win. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: But she has to drop it first. So
2: is it gonna be Anna Jay next or she already beat she already beat Anna Jay, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So who's next? Nyla?
0: Kayla Hirsch, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Layla she, Hirsch.
1: Layla Hirsch won the she won the uh, she beat number number one on the yeah show yeah.
0: yeah. Um legit legit Layla Hirsch. Moving on to another solid match, which is good. We had this lull in the Jade and Ty match because coming up next, MJF versus CM Punk in the dog collar match. There have only been three dog collar matches in the last 35 years. Punk versus Raven, Ring of Honor 2005. Cody versus Brody, right? Yes. AEW uh, not too long ago. And now Cody versus MJF. All three of these matches refereed by Remsburg. Which I thought was an interesting little fun fact.
2: I can't stand Bryce Remsburg. He's like, like, you're a fucking ref, bro. Take it. Yeah, him. Like Aubrey like toes the line where she's like, I don't want to see the fucking ref. I wanna see the ref count three. Maybe there's a little ref bump, but Bryce Remsburg really plays it up and I don't like it. Like, a referee is a background cat. You know what I'm, right. saying, what
1: I'm saying? See and not be seen. That's what they say. If if you know who the umpire is behind home plate, he's doing a bad and job. And
2: Bryce, like, he takes me out of matches because he does, like, the over-exaggerated count. I'm okay with the good count. But, like, you watch Earl Hebner count. It's one, two. Bryce is one. You know what I mean? He, like, really gets <laughs> into it. You know who
0: else does that, though? Is Kyota. Yeah. Kiyota does that too. But Kyota's like Kiyota looks like fucking lost every as time. Much as you, as
2: you, <laughs> you know, because Bryce gets very and animated. What's
0: uh Little Nature's name?
2: Uh, Robinson Charles Robinson. Yeah,
0: he's a little animated too. He's a
2: little animated, but he's also like you don't notice like Remsburg for whatever reason. Like he can't like your referee Bryce Remsburg. Just
0: fuck. <laughs> Couple of things on this match. Punk said, "I think the next day or or that night, this was his love letter to professional wrestling." Um. Obviously MJF comes out first. They play Cult of Personality. Then it cuts, and then MJF comes out. Punk comes out to Miseria Cantare yeah, in his Ring of Honor gear. Huge pop, a huge problem on the internet because all these people they were like, "Oh, it's I didn't get it. I didn't watch Ring of Honor. Blah, 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 this and that. It's not for you." Then it's not for you. It's not for you. If you watch any of the clips from people that were in in the stadium filming it on their phone, they were losing their fucking yeah. minds, dude. Yeah, losing their minds. And he wore the the his Ring of Honor gear, the like the shorts, the shorts yeah. and the and the whole thing, and if you want to talk Crimson Mask, well, both, blood both pl-
2: nights. Both nights when he got red, when he got
1: color. Yeah, uh, blood I, I like
0: you would never seen before. Like he was going to make the cover and just dripping like USC blood. This was
1: on accident. I think he did more than he wanted to do tonight that night because the ref. There was a doctor ringside, and there was se- I mean, there were several times right. The referee we looked at the doctor and was like.
0: So losing a lot of blood.
1: Uh well, like they like you could see it. You could see it. The doctor, like they showed the doctor and he was like, Do I have to like, should I stop like, you know, not stop the match, but do I have to go in there and see how bad it is? Like that's how, right? Like twice I thought I was like, oh yeah. shit, are they gonna stop this thing? Like
2: I, and, I, I didn't see it, but I loved the I saw it on YouTube, the eat shit max spot. Love it.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. And so he never did it, but we had the tease of the Pepsi plunge. Yeah. Um got an anaconda vice, which we haven't seen in a right. long time. And I think they used Wardlow coming out in a good way because it's not like Wardlow won the match for Punk.
2: No.
0: No. no so, Punk, Punk already hit the GTS. And Wardlow didn't turn on MJF. He just, well, no, he, he turned
1: on He, he did, did, but he didn't. He did. He did. No, he did. Yeah. I, I mean, you can't he, say he didn't. No, did. I know he did, but it's not like, it I mean, wasn't like your prototypical turned. turn. It was, You know no, what I mean? I
2: mean, that's, that's pretty old. Really?
1: Old. Yeah. yeah, no, I loved it. No, I loved, I loved it. it. I loved the shit out of it, but I thought it was great how he was like, couldn't find the ring and he was like, Oh,
2: that's just that's just playing with you.
0: That's just now, it's um, perfect speaker. perfect facial expressions by Wardlow. It's, it's a known fact that they were doing this to pay homage to Rowdy Roddy Piper. Yep. And Valentine. And Valentine, um, he laid down the challenge on Valentine's Day, right? Yep. Very good match, old school, slow, told a great story. I'll get into more on the feud later. Oh, I'm oh, giving this a nine point eight.
2: Best feud. Holy best shit. Best feud in the last. You can say.
0: I might say years. ever. I might say ever.
2: No, I can't.
1: I won't say ever, but it was a very good feud. So here's the thing. Brett, I mean,
2: Brett and Shawn. Yeah. That, you know what I mean. And I, could, I You want me to go down the list? I can. You know, Rock and well, Austin Trumps. That. I I think, I think you need to. For that
1: later on. I think you need to let it, like let it simmer, like let some time pass, and, and then then look back a at month, it.
2: Six month, great, phenomenal, best in the last ten years, six month program. Yeah. That's a program you could go for. You know, look at, look at right, but Steamboat. if they did, look at Flair and and and, and if they did that program, you know I mean? nine out
0: of ten times you do that program today, it's over in six weeks.
2: I, I I understand the argument in relation to time, but I'm just saying it was six months. I mean, they they, they could have easily got one more match out of that, you know. And I know that this, they, felt,
0: this yeah, but this, Punk's facing the clock too.
2: You no, know,
1: I get it. I think Punk. I think I think the biggest problem with that is Punk has a lot to do in a little time.
2: He's not going to have another feud like that, though. This was the feud you know what yeah. I, mean? this I this
1: don't I guess because it came off so good but I think he will have another 6 month run with somebody. I think he will have another long feud with somebody. And I think he will be a heel at at some point. So like you get to we say all these things that we want yeah, him to do.
2: What, what face is over enough for him to be a heel where it feels this important?
1: We don't know. I'm not saying it's going to happen the next I'm saying right now yeah. say if you were going to no, return I don't, no. him today. nope, I wouldn't be able to. I mean
2: even with Hangman, it would just be like, all right, he's going to beat Hangman. No, no, no! I wouldn't
0: be able to tell you. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be able to tell you. They
1: don't
2: have another another face over like
0: that. Mike Wardwell. Eventually. Uh, Yeah, eventually.
1: Not not right now. Not right now. But
0: he doesn't need to get into that right now.
1: Anyway, my take on the match is, I, Punk, notoriously, anybody who watches wrestling, right, slow starter. Right. We could agree with that. That he's a slow starter. He tells a story. a
0: slow starter too, though. Right. Well, they're
2: both storytellers. That's why.
1: This match. Was perfect for a slow start because it's the 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 nature of the match.
2: Well, you don't need them whipping each other in the first five minutes of the match with a chain. No, build
1: up. That, but it was a match that couldn't be done like that. It was. I think. I mean, giving it a nine eight means that I I won't like you know that there's like this much room to give a match ever over that if like that's how we're doing the ratings. I'll give it a nine five. It was really. It was great. Well, but you know what i'm saying if i'm not I'm... looking
0: at it on in this aspect i'm looking at it as if this match by itself if it's max could have been a 10 it reached just shy of okay perfect you know i'm not looking at it in comparison to every other match because wrestling has been going on since the ni- early 1900s if yeah you want to go back to right the right of right Columbus, uh, uh, okay, of course i'm not going to keep a current tab of every fucking grade i've ever given and been like well i think this one was better <laughs> than that one so i can't right. give it less than this i just if the match itself. So nothing. Every mu- match starts with the possibility to be a ten. Out of that possibility, it just fell short of being perfect, and that's how I give it the nine eight. So I'm grading it against itself.
1: I go nine five. I think I do think it was fantastic. It's
0: fine. It was a good one. You you should watch it, Whitey. I'm going to. Yeah, I will.
2: As soon as HBO gets that uh, streaming service, I'll
0: be honest. Oh yeah, I was thinking about that the other day. I'm like, I would love to just go watch Double or Nothing 2021. Mm-hmm. Um. Brit Baker versus Thunder Rosa. Thunder Rosa is over like Rover right now. She doesn't really do it for me. I'm not a fan. I think she's ultimately going to wind up taking the strap. I'm not a fan of that either. The match was okay for what it was. Mm. Here's my thing: you could tell when Thunder came out for her ring entrance, you could tell she was losing right away, because she comes out with this fire every week, and then all of a sudden she comes out and like you watch the replay of her coming out, she's not there. She looks psyched out. And it was reported that the change of this match, the finish for this match was changed multiple times over the last week. So I imagine you're going over. No, you're not. You're going over. No, you're not. All right. No, you're going over. And then she might have walked in Sunday morning. We changed the finish. Britt's, Britt's going over. And like, it's not about wins and losses. You need to go fucking sell the idea that you're going to go win this match. Okay, don't be sad, Zach. So, so from the beginning know. all the way through the end, it just, she doesn't do it for me. I love Britt. Here's my problem where we said, Brit hit a curb stomp on the title belt and it did not finish the match. Cannot have it. Can't happen. Cannot have it. There's think no
2: right away the match if I was grading it just hearing that right yep. goes from a ten to a six right, it, right
0: so away, it can't be over now, now
1: it. it can't be over a seven to me and I
0: think it was her second curb stomp yeah that she hit it was
1: it was a second curb stomp so everything basically you're saying about that again another lull another another opportunity where now I have now you have to follow up Punk if and, I still
0: smoke cigarettes that would have been a smoke break I would have yes. went outside and that's what I'm saying shirt. it's
2: unfortunate both girls matches were out that way because they should not be positioned that way because if you look at the way WWE is the women is that like Charlotte and and, and Ronda, whether you like it or not, they're closing the night, which they should be, because whether Ronda's over or not, whether that match is over or not, it's the top female draw in the company, and then arguably one of your top stars, because Ronda, you know, whether we like it or not, she's a top star. Right. The the mind.
0: one thing that I'll say is that I heard Thunder Rosa was shoot hurt. Well that's different. but then she came out on Dynamite and still wrestled and she's going to wrestle so, again. so I don't know how hurt she really is Rosa, I, I heard she was shoot hurt
1: I will say she's a, she's a workhorse in that company like she wrestles non-stop
0: she's, she's a good worker she she's something about she, her doesn't do it for me she might be the best female worker in the
1: company because she's working she's got to have I can't even tell you how many matches she's got to have 80-90 matches she works
2: like, overall Britt's the best of course yeah and, and if you ask my opinion I think Britt holds that title until Jade beats her
0: Probably. You think? Yeah. Britt's amazing.
2: Brit's Brit's so over. You know, she's the mo- she's probably the third most over act on the show. You know, behind MJF and behind Punk, I guess. Yeah. You know, and she's probably the next that next most over. Would you agree or no?
0: I no, I agree. Yeah. yeah so
1: pretty- I am did you grade it yet?
0: No, I'll go six five. <sighs> all right. I mean we got the same one. I'm gonna go 6'5", too. It's fine. Yeah. Six five. Um where are we at? Danielson versus Moxley, obviously a good match. One that we never really saw one on one deal in their time in WWE. If I'm mistaken, right? I'm not no. mistaken on that, right?
2: I heard the finish was a little wonky.
0: As far as hell.
2: Yeah, it was. I heard it was kind of it was like kind of like uh, ended very abruptly.
0: It did. Yeah.
2: Like, but not like not in like, like not it clean. Didn't, not didn't make sense. No, it wasn't clean.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, it did because well, whatever. From, you again, know.
0: From older. That reviews. was like the the pin counter pin deal right yeah it was like
1: pin counter pin sloppy as hell it looked like two 80 year old men running around yeah. and then but right after they got up and got right into each other like it no didn't settle for a second they got right into each other face and like continued to fight i
2: heard the best part of the match was
0: Regal. what back. ultimately finishes this yeah what ultimately sells yeah. this match is regal coming out bitch slapping both of them making them shake hands and i mean come on regal modeling. and he sc-
1: and he screamed we'll talk about this in the back shake hands and smack the shit out of both of them and then took the blood from uh, Moxley, right? Oh, what, wiped Down Danielson? No, he drove his head into Moxley's head, like their forehead, when Moxley was like, I'm not shaking his hand. He, like, head-buttered him and, like, rubbed his blood all over Regal. So Regal had yeah. his blood all over his face.
0: And Regal, you know, great talker, great professional wrestling mind, huge get for AEW. Even if he was never going to be on TV, he's yeah. a huge get for right. AEW. Yeah, 100%. And told this, like, oh, all these guys coming over, there's too many mouthpieces, there's too many stables. Not this time there's i mean well the,
1: everyone's saying this legitimizes it's gonna be AEW nothing short of further.
0: danielson moxley and regal is nothing short of awesome
2: yeah i like already what they did on i mean yeah, regal was a little long-winded on monday on, on wednesday right? i agree well, with he that got too, he got though. emotional he got emotional but i think that's a phenomenal pairing and i think they should just run roughshod over everyone
0: 100 percent. yeah they definitely
1: should 100 percent. i agree
2: every, i don't care who you are i agree on that company they run roughshod over you
1: the match was uh, for me. I'm gonna give it a eight two. I'm not really I'm, in that eight two. I'm not really counting the regal thing. Yeah, I
0: don't. I'm going seven nine. Yeah, all right. Because I'm taking regal out of it.
1: Yeah, if you take regal out of it, like eight two seven nine. So we're averaging about an eight. It was pretty good. Two really super talented guys. They bled a little, you know. They got after it. Finish. It, I, I didn't love the finish. I really didn't. But then obviously regal it makes that makes it makes sense and. Without a doubt in my mind, Regal got the biggest pop of the night.
0: Hundred percent. I don't know if, if that's a good thing or a bad thing. If this team was formed in WWE, they'd be called the Wild Dragons, right? Something, like Something that. dumb like that. Um, it just, I just don't. <laughs> the only thing I'll say before we're gonna take a break, right? Yeah, yeah. The only
1: thing I'll say is, I just, I don't want it to turn into Team Hell No. It
0: won't.
1: Because it won't. I, I had a little, a little inkling of it when it was like, like I'm not shaking his hand. Like I'm like, oh, here we go. No, no,
0: no. They're going to be serious. Yeah, you said good. You said it. it's Team Hell No All Over. I hope you know, not. You know, no, they won't be. I hope not. No,
2: did you see They beat the shit out of that Bear country? Or, not the, no, the, yeah, they're uh, making their debut uh, too.
0: Ziggler's
2: brother's uh
0: guys. The workhorseman? Yeah. yeah. Is that who it was? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The,
1: the I mean, that was, a, that was a hard-hitting match. Yeah. But we'll take a break. Um,
0: all right, guys, listen. Pat McAfee said it best. You got to look good to feel good. You got to feel good to play good. Well, we're going to help you guys look good with Di denaro De all right? It's the finest Italian material. It's fire, it's comfortable, and we got a saving for you, all right? You're going to use promo code HAVOC for 10% off your total purchase at com. Also, check them out over at Instagram at denaro sachi Di De denaro always authentic, never counterfeit.
1: And we're back with the final uh, couple matches here of the revolution, and then we're going to finish up as we normally do with the... Um Match of the month, the program of the month, and the wrestler of the month. Yep. So, uh, two matches left, right? We recapped the basically three quarters of it in the first uh, segment. And here we go. I think the next one is going to be. It is the, A-
0: the AHFO versus Sting Darby and Sammy. Right, right, right. In the Tornado Trios match, Tornado Tag Trios match. Now, representing the HL in this match was Matt, Andrade, and. Cassidy, right? Was it Cassidy? Yeah, yeah, it was. It was. I mean, as you know, Tornado Tag Trio's match that by default is a no holds barred match. Yeah. What you're going to expect is what you're going to get. It's it's an absolute fucking car crash pretty much from start to finish. Yeah. Matt ultimately winds up doing the job in the end, which is a good setup for what happened on Wednesday with the breakup of them. Shout out Stinger, 62 years old, taking the jumping off of the fucking Top of the door or whatever you want to call yeah, it. Yeah, the entranceway.
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah,
0: through yes. the tables at 62 years old. Like the man fucking has no regard for his own life. That to me is going to be the highlight of this match. No. But what do you got? The other bump. Oh, well, the Sammy bump. That Sammy bump The fucking, flux capacitor.
1: fucking nuts. And triple the height.
0: Triple the Yeah, height well, Sammy Guevara is 28 years old. Stim no, no, no. I, no I, get it. I, know I get
1: it. I get it. I get it. Sting's bump was great and it's for a 62-year-old.
0: Sammy's bump was great for <laughs> anybody well, on this earth. Like, yeah, but
2: Sting, Sting gets a little little more oomph for his age. I mean, Sting, and it's
0: because you know it's a big pay per view revolution, arguably second biggest show out of the no, four. No, I yeah. You could argue that Revolution you, is the show. But, I think Double or Nothing's, Double or Nothing's the show, show. But I uh, I so, liked hold it. On. My point is that Sting brought it out for the big pay per view. Yeah. Sammy every week is going, I'm crazy. Yeah, Doing yeah, some yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah, so yeah. like, it's a little bit when less is more in that aspect, you know? Okay. What I'm,
1: I'm mean? sorry. I'm crazy is fucking corny. That
2: bump that Sammy took just on. Uh, be crazy. Wednesday was kind of crazy too through the table.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean like top rope to through the table on the yeah. ground. I mean,
0: he's was... a nut job. Dude. Yeah, he is crazy. He's he he's Eddie meets Jeff meets Sean a little bit.
1: Uh, You're giving that's he's like not a That's really super high regard, dude. Like he's, he's, I just mean stylistically, I yeah. don't mean
2: He's got to be careful though, because you can't be doing that shit forever.
0: Well, right? I mean, he's 28. You got the S on the chest still. Once he gets it, into, once he gets to be 33, and you know, you don't recover in a well, day anymore. It,
2: like, he'll do some Ray Phoenix type shit where he'll fold his arm over and fuck himself up. Yeah, head, you know, I mean,
1: he's got to be careful. I That's like, uh, I like Sammy. I like Darby for what he is. Like, he'll never. He's not a title. He's not winning. He's not winning a world championship. You know, but, but I,
2: Darby's perfect in the spot that he's in. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, and like, I mean honestly, Tony but, Khan putting him and Sting together.
0: Unbelievable.
1: Hindsight looks like a no-brainer, right? But it felt like, like a no-brainer. Right. Then
0: I just don't know if I would argue that it would work as well. As yeah, it worked that. so well.
2: The way that they did it when they started Darby up in the rafters with Sting, I think that made a lot of sense. Yeah, hundred
1: mm-hmm. percent. So for this, <laughs> here we go. I'm gonna give it a five nine. Wow, really? Yeah. Wow. I'm not in love with the tornado tag as is. I'm not in love with like the spots happening in twenty different places. I just, I just imagine myself for for like being there and like having being in this crowd. Oh, I'm looking over here. I'm looking over here. Oh, what's going on? Like there's just so much happening. And I know it's like they're not happening simultaneously, because that would just be really not
0: smart. But you know what I'm saying? I don't know. And I I don't know. I agree that the anytime you got even a tag match tornado tag that winds up two guys over here, two guys over there. It's a lot to look at. And the other reason that I have no problem with your score. Is placement on the card. We did these in the order that they were aired. So this is Coman technically. This comes yeah. out right before Adam Cole versus Adam Page. This is a match that should have went on. You should have done Eddie, then this, yes. then the Jurassic. Yes. Game. Have your three fast matches to start. Then you have a little bit of a low in the middle. You yes. end the low with Punk, and then you bring it back strong. There should That's have been a better opinion. match
1: to to amp uh, to get you more excited. When you
0: have a four, well, a four a four hour show like this. Part of booking is managing the right. the crowd's gas. So
1: what would you have done? What would you have done before the main event?
0: Um, I I would have without a doubt Brit, no Brit, question. Prince Thunder Rosa.
1: No, see in my opinion, I would have done Brian, and uh, Moxley had Regal come out. Now the crowd's fucking going ape shit. Probably let's do it too, yeah. Now I, let's do the main event.
2: You know what? I think they should have. To be honest with you, they should have closed Punk and MJF.
1: I. Uh... Then you're, then you're,
0: they, they asked Tony Khan about that. Then you're watering
1: down, I feel like, the title.
2: Yeah, but the, the titles are, I mean, you already position the title every single night and then water down. I mean, you have, if the title is on TV, the title should be the main event no matter what happens because that title should be the be all end all in that company. If you're going to have a world heavyweight mm-hmm. title, the only reason you have it is because that is the, the top guy in your company. And again, we discussed it last month how the Hangman wasn't getting over. He still hasn't gotten over. I mean, I, I last month was trying to. Get behind him, try to give him a little bit, and you guys are like, "No, he's not getting over it." And now I have to agree with you; he's just he doesn't work as champion.
0: I think Cole should have taken this trap off of him. No, I don't think Cole's ready either. I don't think I think he's but, fine. You guys like so? How many
1: shit champions have we seen, or shit title runs have we seen? Yeah, but that's
2: the point: is you don't need a shit champion. You need somebody who's going to. Carry oh, I'm saying the he's company.
1: not. He's. I don't think he's doing that bad. I don't think Punk, he's doing as bad as you guys think.
2: Punk, Moxley, Danielson, and not just because they're former WWE guys. Those guys, you view as champion. When Omega comes back. That guy's a champion. Everybody else is kind of, you know, you want to put Jericho in that conversation. You want to put, you know, if you're trying to build up Andrade or somebody like that. But, like, I, I don't think that Hangman Adam Page is the guy right now.
0: I think Wardlow's more ready to carry the strap than I, than Hangman Adam Page is. I right hope, now, tomorrow night, if I, they put the, on Wednesday night, if they put the belt on, on Wardlow, I think he's more ready than I Hangman. I wholeheartedly
2: is. agree with you. I don't think, I think Hangman, he doesn't have that confidence, you know what I mean, that, that you expect from your champion. I guess like he comes out, and I think his win after, after he beat Omega, he had a little bit of that confidence, and then he went to that Danielson program, he had a little bit of confidence. But I think since Archer, that really kind of pumped the brakes on the whole thing.
0: My, I thought maybe he might be turning it around when he cut the promo, I think on the go-home dynamite, when he said, um, the last thing we're going to see on Sunday is the sound of a buckshot lariat, and that sound will be boom, mic drop. I was like that's the best stick work I've seen this guy and I'm positive someone wrote it for him sure. and and he practiced it but it doesn't matter it doesn't matter I thought that was the best stick work we've ever seen out of him and then I'm like oh maybe we might start to see something turn around. See the
2: the reason I don't think Cole was ready is because his focus is not 100% on the title because he's dealing with all the infighting of his friends That's fair So if if he had his you know that I think could be propel him to get to that title picture if his focus was that title picture. But like I said, he's so worried about you know what are the Bucks doing, what's Red Dragon doing? You know, uh, was there somebody else that he mentioned that they were going to bring in or something like that too? That 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 I forget. It was like on Dynamite one week and they were talking. Oh, Jay White when Jay White was with them. Yeah. So I mean, he he's not really focused on you know. Just the
0: title. So I guess we're gonna get into this match. So I'll just score this one really quickly. I five nine is is fair. Um I'm gonna go 6-0. Six, 6-0. Zero. Six, six. Zero. Sting brings it above them. Of, of because anything in the fives is like middle of the pack. You, you'll it see it was a, it was middle of the you'll pack. You'll see a stronger main event on, on Tuesday nights than you would All this match. Right. Right.
1: Let me let me let me ask you. Sting's p- spot brings me let to Let me the ask him. if you take Sting's spot out of it, is it? Is it a is it a rampage
0: match? Yes. Yeah. So it's like a rampage main event. If you yes. want me to grade, if you want me
1: to grade each individual wrestler, which I'm not going to do, Sting gets an eight and a half. Sting gets a nine. Yeah. But everybody else, I don't know. You and if like I said, if you if I'm grading the match, like I said, five nine. If I'm grading the story, like to go along with it and the result of Hardy coming and the whole great, you're in the sevens now. Well, great, you know. But this is I'm, how it is. What for I'm
0: kind of starting to get a little lost on. Not lost on, but it's losing itself on me, is Sting and Darby are turning into these guys. Whenever you need a team, we're here for you. Whenever you're beefing with someone and the, and the numbers are getting to you, we're your guys now. Because well, they were punks, guys.
2: Again, we're, who, are the fa- who are the top faces in the company? Punk is a top Punk. face, but we're all hoping that he turns heel. You know, Cody was a top face, but no, they couldn't, the fans couldn't.
0: He really wasn't because the fans wouldn't get behind him. The top faces in the company are positioned as heels because the top faces in the company are the are the fucking elite, really. Uh, Who Cole? cares? Who gets a bigger pop than Adam Cole, dude? Who cares? I, mean, I think
1: it, 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 you need...
0: For storytelling
1: purposes, I understand what you're saying.
0: But...
2: It's like, like Hangman, you're positioning Hangman as your top face who's just not getting over. Like, you need to get guys over... To make things mean anything. Otherwise,
0: it's just... Like I just... Movie. Part of the problem, uh, too, is they have... AEW has so much of this smart mark fan base, in a way, that we all love heels. The smart fans love the heel. Exactly. And, like, I forgot. It's a famous line by somebody. It might be Pritchard. It might be Cornette. If the crowd isn't booing for you, you're not a heel. Is that Cornette who said that? I don't know. I, somebody I don't know. said... If the crowd is... it might. I think it was Cornette on a show talking about the elite. Like if the crowd cheers for you when you come out and and Adam Cole comes out and the boom and the Adam Cole baby and you're not really a heel then.
2: MJF's a heel. MJF's
0: like the only true heel in the business right now.
2: I I think
0: the Miz is a good heel. No, no. The Miz is good. 100%. Miz is is good too. Miz and MJF, top two heels in the business.
2: No, and I think FTR are great tag team heels because they, they've never... Yeah, but people
0: love them still, Yeah, though. but the, they get so they much get, love. They get the so much... And now they're doing the Living Legends thing. Have you yeah. seen their gear lately yeah, in their yeah, get-up? That, it's like, yeah, you, know, I, I it, you know... I love it. Too. I love it, too. And as soon as I saw them, the first time I saw the Living Legends gimmick, I, I tapped Emily, made her stop reading her book, and I said, Emily, uh, Big Whitey's going to love this. Yeah. <laughs> like, they just went from a 9.5 to a 10.2. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, main event time, like I said, we'd get to the super kicks. Yeah. I have a problem with the amount of super kicks Adam Cole delivered in this match. Mm-hmm. I have a problem with it, especially towards the end. It was like seated super kick, standing super kick, misses a buckshot, third super kick to the back of the head, then the Shining Wizard doesn't put him out. How? Yes. Why? We need to stop doing it. I get it's the Young Bucks gimmick, and if they want to be having the super kick party which correct me if i'm wrong super kick party came from somebody bashing them right yeah. Yeah. You said every time they're in the ring it's a super kick yeah. that's how it came to be i they don't need they dis-
2: can't take criticism from the fans these guys
0: and it's but- not just the it's not just Cole it's everybody like here's my other thing i don't know if you noticed it. if it's not a member of the elite it's not a super kick it's a thrust kick mm-hmm. but, but but no Britt baker does it it's still a super kick like anyone all these guys do it I mean, even for WWE,
1: the Usos do it all the time. They, well, they were. They, they used to be their bread and butter. The, the comment is that
2: wrestlers of old had, all have back problems. The wrestlers of new are all going to have fucking bruised, permanently bruised thighs because they're all fucking doing yeah. this shit. And it's like, it's, Michaels used to be able to do it and you couldn't see him slapping his leg. I mean, that was what made his super kick so awesome. It was like, you never saw the guy do this. But now, Drew McIntyre does the fucking...
0: The Claymore.
2: Smack. You know what I mean? Everybody does some sort of a this or that. Like, you watch Keith Lee. He's like, hip, 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 hip. Every move he does, he's like smacking himself. And it's like, what the fuck is this guy doing? What is this
0: guy doing? It's like We've obviously beat to death the overuse of the super kick. I saw a tweet. I can't remember if it was somebody. It was a wrestler. I just don't know if it was someone who matters. But the tweet was, if you throw more super kicks and destroyers than you're then you're willing to lock up, I'm assuming you can't work. And nine out of ten times, I'm right.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And but like say it again. If you're super kicking and and doing destroyers more often than you're willing to lock up, I'm assuming you can't work. And nine out of ten times, I'm going to be right. Oh okay okay.
1: Who said that? You don't know. I don't remember who okay, was because it, that's it was a was pretty tweet good. It's pretty good like, tweet. That's
0: True, but like my beef specifically with this match in a in a span of about maybe five minutes real time towards the end of the match six, seven super kicks Adam Cole threw and right. it's fine if you're gonna win, but he winds up not even winning. And I don't like the shining wizard as a finish in general. Most, That's most I just have his, a beef with the, the shining wizard.
2: Most of his offense is a thigh slap kick or or knee or something you know. And again I'm not shitting on I like Adam Cole. But if you watch his offense, he doesn't do a lot of other than like and then super kick and Look, then
0: fucking if you like, like you wanna have a bunch of falsies that uh Panama Sunrise, is we don't see that that often, and it's not like a Styles Clash deal where we don't see it that often. But every time we see it, it's it's for the one, two, three. People kick out of the Panama Sunrise all the fucking time. What, so
2: let me ask you this question real quick: What's the most over move in in AEW? The move that 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 wins a match. The one winged angel. Exactly, and why is that?
0: Because no one's ever kicked out of it. Exactly. Now I'm not saying every move needs to be foolproof, but finishers should be protected. <laughs> We've they had, should be protected. We've had this
2: discussion. Yeah. Like, The Rock and Stone Cold started that whole false, like, we're gonna, I'm going to hit you with 16 stunners to win the match. Or I'm going to hit you with 15 rock bottoms. Yeah. you know, And, like, that never made sense to me. Like, if you hit, like, you do Hulk Hogan, big boot, leg drop, one, two, three. You know what I mean? You know, Jake the Snake hit you with that DVT, one, two, three. King Kong Bunny hit you with the big splash in the corner, the avalanche splash in the corner, and then the big splash off the rope. That match was done. Pre-97,
0: Austin hit you with a stunner. One, two, three. One, two, three. Pre-2009, like, an RKO pretty much put you to bed right How away. How
2: about Bret Hart got, got the sharpshooter on you? The match was over. Yeah, but
1: that's the point, though. Like So then when, you do, when someone does kick, that right, makes it, it more special. Undertaker Michaels. Michaels like when, Undertaker, when Michaels kicked out of the tombstone.
2: But that, but that, but that, at that point, there wasn't – nobody kicked
1: – That's out. what I'm saying. And then it has more weight. Now it doesn't have any weight.
2: Like JBL used to finish a match with a clothesline. But that was a nasty clothesline. But but that's what Adam, what Adam Page's uh, clothesline is supposed to be. The buckshot Larry is supposed to be. He right. gets over that rope with that flip, hits you with that clothesline. One, two, three, the match is
1: done. Yeah, well, they don't do it like that. Also, if I make a wrestling promotion now, if I was making one, not only would I have finishers matter, but I would also have everybody who I consider anything above mid-tier – like mid card, I would have them always constantly. Now, obviously, there's stories that have to be intertwined, but always constantly fight wanting to be a world champion, like and constantly reminding the crowd that I'm here to win a championship.
0: I'm here to hold the gold.
2: Well, that's the championships equal checks. Well, which that's, that's what it sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah so but
0: 100. percent To go back to the the Adam Cole with the super kick thing, like his kick based offense, I'm. Fine with that. Low-key was a high, highly kick based offense. Um, a couple there's guys who have been successful with a lot of kick based offenses. Punk even Brian, to a Brian to a degree. Now Brian, instead but... of throwing nine super kicks, give me a fucking jumping Gary Throw a Brian. wheel kick. It doesn't. It, it could be pretty much the same. You're still getting your thigh slap and your big pop and the, pop and the split going well, everywhere. Give me a variation. Well, right. Give Daniel me Brian. some Daniel sort Brian, of a variation.
2: Daniel Bryan can finish you how many different ways?
0: He's mm-hmm. done it. Uh, like 10 different finishes since he's been in AEW. That's what I'm saying. Right.
2: He, if, you, if you make the moves count, they will count. But
1: Brian's also I arguably agree, one that. of the best in the world. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but that doesn't mean that's... All right, so let me just... Because you did your recap on the match, right? Recap on the match. I'm not going to bring it up again because you guys obviously feel differently than I feel. I think Adam Page is... I'm not saying he's the best champion. I think he's a perfectly fine champion. I don't think that... You guys, I think it's a little bit of an overreaction, but I'm not going to get into it. Because we already we already covered it. I think, yes, 100% agree. I said it earlier in the show. Super kicks, they got to stop. It's an overutilization, 100%. Uh, Adam Cole's moonsault. that Adam Page hit him with the super kick. Oh, yeah. Totally sick, dude. Sick. Sick. High spot of the match. That was the and best the, part of the match.
0: This was this match where they did the, the what's it called? The dead eye through the table. Oh. That's another bad falsy. Dead eye him through the t- Now they did it to the out- from the apron to the outside of the ring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Drag him back in there and fucking pin him. Get yeah. the buckshot and pin him. 100%. You should not hit that. Ro- and the dead eye oh, is nasty, too. Like, that should. No one should kick out of the dead eye. If you
2: hit him with the dead eye, out, off the apron to the table. Through the tables mm, to the outside of the ring. Roll him in the ring.
1: Don't pin him. need a buckshot. Yeah. That's a one, two, three.
0: Yeah. That that was ball my, ball those, ball. So those were my two terrible crises. So, here, so here's the, the thing. The dead eye and the curb stomp on the title belt.
1: And I, and I said this to you before. I'm like. Perfect example. So a curb stomp on the title belt. with do a falsy, and you still go over.
0: Yeah, that's probably. dumb.
1: If if it's the if you could kind of if Thunder Rosa was gonna go over right, you could kind of don't falsy and then just do it and then like that's good. People are okay
0: with that. And finish. then she still won the match with the curb stomp. That's right? what I'm saying. She didn't even win with the with the lockjaw. No,
1: uh, I, I think she... she won with the curb stomp. Yeah. yeah, I think she pinned her. Yeah, so that's like that's what I'm saying. I'm like. But anyway, I thought the match kind of under-delivered, under and I think that it was because it was a long night. And I think part of the...
2: Hangman's uh, not over enough.
1: But That's
0: totality, totality. totality. Hangman's not over enough, right? And in a, in a main event title match... Sorry, right. to cut you, sorry to cut you off. In a main event title match, the face champion should not be less over than the heel challenger. Basically. Okay, I'm okay with that. Especially but,
2: if and the heel challenger should be going over. I mean, the way... I didn't want him to go over, so like I'm okay with it. But the the, the audience wanted Paige to go over, man. not Page uh, of yeah. See, I'm, so the last thing. yeah, <laughs> two albums not
1: easy. So it, it's just to me, it's just there's too many, and it, and this isn't a bad thing. This is not a bad thing. But I think there's a lot of good storylines in AEW, and there was a lot of like um, climaxes to the to the finish, and and and, 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 and there was like a start with uh Bryan uh. Uh, yeah, Daniel Bryanson. Oh, Brian Danielson. Jesus Christ. Brian Danielson. Song. Yeah, right? Brian Danielson and Moxley. I think there was a start of something there. I think there was a finish of something with Punk and MJF. I think there's like a lot with the Red Dragon and and uh, Young Bucks. There's like so many good stories that were happening to the whole thing. And then the crowd gets out of it. And then, like you said, Adam Page isn't really over with the, the fans right now or as a champion. Well, it's super hard to do that when we just invested all this time, effort, and energy into this this – culmination of the end of the show. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, he's not getting a fair... Not that he's not getting a fair shake, but, like, the man beat Cole, uh, Brian, and... Kenny and Archer. Come on! Like, you can't... Like, you might look back at it and say he wasn't well, over with the fans, but Tony Khan's doing everything in his ability to make him a fighting, winning champion. Like, he's doing that.
2: Well, again, but if, if... He... he They could... Like, it's like with Cena. They could've done anything they wanted with Cena, and the fans were just gonna regurgitate him back out, just like what was happening with Cody. And you sometimes like it's in some respects you have to do what the audience wants you to do, and in some respects you have to go against what the audience wants. Right. Because sometimes they don't know what they
1: want. I don't think the fans are sitting there as ad like maybe people in this room, maybe whatever, but overall I don't think fans are sitting there bashing Tony Khan for having Adam Page as a champion. I think they're not like sick of it. They're not like this is ridiculous. You gotta get you know, I don't think that's it. I think they're like He's
2: just not getting old. They're
1: cool with it. There's so many stories going on, and when it's other people's time, it will be other people's time. But again, you rush Adam Cole, you rush any of these guys that just signed with AEW into a world into the world championship position, then the only way up, the only place to go is down. You know what I'm saying? Like once Adam Cole say he wins, right? All right, cool, we're peaking. Then we then you got the elite. Okay, we've peaked. Now from here on out, once this year culminates and they break up after a year. It's gonna be so hard for Adam Cole to stay as
0: where he is, you know. Like that's my gimmick. Well, like, I mean, so I, the only reason I'm gonna disagree about that is because we have the evidence of the undisputed era running roughshod on NXT for what three, four years. Yeah, and did it get stale? No, that's no. if they do that. That's if they decide to do no, that. I understand. So ultimately what, what hurts both of these Adams, but more Paige than Cole in my opinion, is that this match was <laughs> ultimately a driving device for the furthering of the story of the, red, of the Undisputed Era versus the Elite, which we're almost certainly going to get a double or nothing, assuming Kenny's back by then. So I'm not going to take that away from, from Paige. He's got, still got the belt. He's still gonna have time to run with it. I imagine he's gonna carry it through the double or nothing, and he I probably think he has drops to. it to Punk at double or nothing.
2: He's not connecting. Is that that's what the issue is? They're not. Like, but it's, my it's, point is,
0: he's gonna have plenty of more time. Like we're not quitting on him. The, oh, way, no, no. the way some other companies made. No, have quit if on they
2: him. were if they were gonna quit on him, they would have taken the belt off him and put it on Cole. And don't.
1: Yeah. I want all long title reigns here. I think it's very important to, if you win it, you have to at least give it a shot, give it a fair look, and let him and let him ride this out. Don't have any short title reigns. You want to have one, like, blue moon, short title reign to surprise the crowd? Fine, but just don't do it this early on.
2: Well, the the TNT title, or which one is the men's now? TNT. 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 Okay, so the TNT title has been kind of switched hands a lot.
1: It needs to chill out now. At because some point, it needs like, to chill out.
2: It was Cody, then Brody, then Cody, then... Um, Darby, then who you know? I, mean, I right. don't know.
1: If that's no, the exact... Miro, no, Sammy. Darby, then. Yeah.
2: Uh, you see what I'm saying? It's, yeah. No, yeah. they need to chill out. I'm not saying that that was the exact run of it. No, but they it's, need to it's chill changed out. hands a lot. I right? agree 100. Your your Scorpio, I don't think is the guy. Like I, love uh, Scorpio. I think Scorpio's nice. He, I'm not, I'm not saying he's not a good wrestler. I just don't know if he's the guy. You know what I mean? Because Paige gets to talk. Scorpio doesn't get to talk. That's what
0: Dan Lambert's there for, though. I know. So just
1: give it. As I'm saying, if you're Tony Khan, give it.
0: And now Page, Page now. is signed, so now they have like a legitimate little faction going on instead of just, all, you know, Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky doing the actual wrestling. So it's Ford top team
2: wrestling.
0: Basically, yeah. 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 So
2: overall, so, overall, you know, have you guys graded the last match? Overall, I'm going to give
0: seven, this nine. match, yeah, 7-8.
2: But overall pay-per-view, how would you guys
0: grade? A A. A. Okay. A, not, an a plus, not
2: an
1: A plus, A. Not an A plus, but an A. Okay. Solid A, definitely. Um, Here's the only thing I'll say. Punk, right? You say Punk is the next challenger for Paige? That's what you think. I double
0: or nothing, I don't mean that right. doesn't mean he's the next challenger. All right, well so they, let's they say... they do title matches on TV all the time.
1: Punk is a heel then, needs yeah. to turn heel yes. for that, right?
2: Unless they turn him in the match. He's so over though. I'm
0: just no, s- maybe I'm d- it's not even. I'm just saying maybe it's not even double or nothing. Maybe it's all out at the end of August because double or nothing. That's only what two and a half months away. Well, from I'm, him, I'm right?
1: just saying because I don't see a viable challenger because everybody seems locked into now something going on maybe we don't know about well, punk the next, yet
2: the next couple weeks everything's good tony likes to unfold things right know? right right
1: so we'll see but that was revolution right so let's 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 uh finish it up here and we'll
0: do wrestler of the month all right why do you go first you already kind of laid it out a well little bit I,
2: I gave everybody the spoiler alert already uh my matt wrestler of the month is gonna be matt cardona he's nwa champion you want me to go down the list of NBA, nwa champions you got rick flair harley race dusty Rhodes on and on and on and on i mean just the lineage alone puts him in that upper echelon now the guy's just killing it on a weekly basis he came home to nywc where he started yeah. won the won the title there his, six title belts right yeah he's his presence on pro wrestling tees is unreal undeniable yeah his his following on on youtube is undeniable I mean, the guy is one of the top stars in the business without being on TV. And guess what? Yeah, podcast network. And guess what? Well, well, that's, that's, that's my point. I mean, and just, if, good for him. Yeah. Right? Damn yeah, sure well, good for it. him.
0: And he deserves it. Talk about a guy's entire career pretty much working the the babyface angle. And now where he's showing us, he's showing that's everybody. He could be
1: a fucking a great heel. So my wrestler of the month, the first, so this is the third month we've been doing this, right? Yeah. I went Reigns I went Cordano, right? So I'm going to go uh, Wardlow. I like that. And for obvious reasons, I think he's.
0: <laughs> I would say I like it, but I would say like. If you're including revolution, and that revolution took place in March. All right, I see what you're saying. I because I would um, say Wardlaw's time is coming within the next six months. I guess so you're really right. Maybe, maybe I,
1: maybe I. Yeah,
2: but you know what? His build, even in February. No. Yeah. You know, yeah. Everything going on with him with
0: the the, the power the power Right. The power uh, bomb right. not, oh, not the power symphony, symphony, symphony is amazing. Yeah. So.
2: And then like the stuff with him and Spears has been very good. You know, him and the bleeding up to the breakup with him and MJ, you could still argue that he was wrestler of the month because he's the next guy in line. You
1: know yeah. What I mean? yeah. Maybe I did leak into Marshall a little bit, little bit but that's it's fine. fine. I'm that's, I'm sticking with it. I mean, I, it.
0: So my my wrestler of the month is Sammy, Sammy, Sammy. Sammy
2: Guevara.
0: Sammy Guevara. Fair. Fair. Guy is a bump machine. The title, both matches against Cody were amazing. But when I think of wrestling this month, I really think of that ladder match. And the uh, cutter off of the ladder, incredible. I just really, I think he's got it. You know what I mean? We say this a lot. Like, a lot of guys got it. But Sammy's one of those guys who one or two matches earlier on don't go the right way for him. And he's off of TV working for another company by now.
1: Right.
2: Well, he almost got himself in hot water, too. I mean, you look at what he did with Sasha. Yeah,
1: so. 100%. So, I mean that's a that's a fair wrestler of the month. I'm not
0: mad about that either. You know what
2: else? Good for Sammy, whether you like her or not as a wrestler, Ty Conti is very nice to look at and he gets to go home to that every single night.
0: Yeah, that's for sure. That's well, I <laughs> yeah. well I don't want mean, to get into his personal life, but All I'm right.
2: Just, just saying as a as a as a here you go, good for you, Sammy.
0: Program of the
1: month. I mean
2: all right, we all gotta be in agreement what program of the month is, yeah,
1: yeah, but yeah. I you know, it sucks because 'cause I've used it before.
0: Yeah, for the second time and for the second time in three months I'm going punk MJF for the my. are
1: you? You could,
2: you could argue Roman and, and Brock. Yeah, but was, I went
1: with that last month. So, well, the, you what know what I mean? Like, uh, I,
2: I think last month I went with something else. I, didn't, I don't think I went with.
1: No, you didn't. I was you Roman
2: were an outlier
0: Brock last month. So you were an outlier. I so was Roman just, Brock.
2: Just to be contradictory, I'll take Roman and Brock, only because it's been the best story in WWE for over a year. And good on them for continuing it. Good on them, you know. We, you know, we seeing it through. We shit on them a lot for a lot of things, and I think when we need to, like I said, we're gonna throw shade. We're gonna throw sunshine on the show, and I think this time WWE needs a little bit of sunshine on this storyline because you couldn't have asked for a better built built program leading into the biggest pay per view of the year because the match feels like it's a big match. So, and I mean, Punk and MJF, I can't not. I mean,
0: the reason that I have Punk and MJF as the feud of the month is because when wrestling is at its best, right, Is and we've lost this over the course of the last 15, 20 years or so with the internet, You want, when you blur the lines between reality and, and, and kayfabe and MJF came out, every time these two cut a promo against each other, it was like that was his best promo since the last time they, the two of them were there. And, you know, like, when he did the promo, when he let it yourself, that, a version of that story is real. Yep. With the, the Jew boy and, you know, they, in... But it didn't matter. I went home and cried that day. But it didn't matter because I was going to go see my hero, CM Punk. A version of that whole deal is real. I don't know how. Like, you know, obviously there's. I
2: like you that blurred
0: line. But there was real. That was a real story, real emotion. And, like, he really genuinely felt that way towards Punk at a certain You know point. when you said. And when Phil came out, CM Punk, when he came out in reaction to that promo that night that was Phil Brooks coming out there like you could cuz you could see Punk had this look on his face unless he's just all of a sudden way better facially and he was really acting and look going for the Oscar there was a look on his face like I actually let this person down you know, uh, you know i like, felt like i saw a little bit of phil coming uh, out of the cm punk moment. okay but
1: that's why it's the program of the month you understand that the I, fact that you're even questioning that is why his program of the month.
2: No, I can see through it. It was Is the, they 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 talked about that before they came out. I think this is. I, I think it's been the most well orchestrated feud. I think Punk, you know, went into there saying, "I want to work with MJF, and I'm going to make it the best program this guy's ever had, and maybe will ever have."
1: Well, that's That's why he came. That's his point. Well, that's the what, point of yeah. The, the yeah. whole point of AEW saying, "Hey, Punk, is hey, put some guys over, do some do some really good work, and that's it." And it, like you said, if we had to do a fantasy draft, you take War, you might take Wardlow in the first. I'm take if I have the number one pick, I'm taking MJF. Well,
0: said sure surefire. I'm taking first him as the
1: number one I mean, pick.
2: MJF in losing that match at Revolution. Now I know this is after the the month, but in losing that match, did not did not lose well, any. Steam, no way. Did not lose anything by losing that match. And if if you want to take a lesson in how to put somebody over in a loss, you watch that match. You know,
1: the like, only thing I'll say about that feud that I didn't like, and this is stemming over the six months now. Is Punk's first loss to Punk. Uh to to MJF. He had to though. No, yeah. but where it happened, right? It happened on Dynamite, right? Yeah, but didn't like it. They didn't like that it happened there. The
2: thing is is like you forget back in the day, you know, there wasn't twelve pay per views a year. So now everything should be reserved for pay-per-view. But Tony Khan's doing it right because, like, like you guys have said, each time you see an AEW pay-per-view, it feels bigger and better than the
1: last. Right, day. right,
2: And that's the key behind the four pay-per-views is that you want each one of those pay-per-views to feel like a and, major moment and a major event.
1: It just felt like to me, like, damn, like, what? he, Like, he, he lost his first match? And, like, I I remember I missed that episode. And I was like, what? He fucking lost tonight? Like, I missed it? Damn, like, you know, that's what it felt like to me.
0: And Punk uh, MJF cheated both times to win, so... You know, uh, Punk doesn't wind up looking any worse for it. And to go off of the it being on Dynamite thing where there's only four pay-per-views, I think that's awesome. I think it's awesome that they'll have main events on random Dynamites where the they tag should. titles are on the line. Make the or, show feel big. Because first of all, what's been the huge problem since the birth of the 12 pay-per-views, you see an IC title match or a US title, any kind of title match for the most part, nine out of 10 times, title ain't changing hands. No. Nope. Not, not for free. Mm-hmm. You're not going to get that payoff from on cable TV.
2: Well, with the model now being the way it is, where Tony con eventually is going to go streaming, and there's going to be no more pay per view. I mean, they're basically getting rid of the pay per view industry.
0: Premium live events.
2: Premium live events. I think that that. Putting important things on dynamite makes sense. It makes a lot of sense. You know yeah. What I mean, so I think it doesn't hurt it. I mean, they're doing what are the, the St. Patrick's
1: Day right. slam, like
0: the right. big deal dynamite. Right. That's beach cool. Break,
2: beach break and and what's the other one? Yeah, I like those.
0: What's I do like one those.
2: Two nights, the Fighter Fest. Fighter Fest, you know, yeah. Well,
0: Fighter Fest started as a pay per view, and then I think
2: because it makes it. You know what the thing is? Is the idea is you want to get eyeballs on your television show. And are you going to show up to a, a random three-hour Raw where you see the same shit over and over and over? Or are you going to turn it into Dynamite on, on TBS where it's like, well, they could lose the title tonight. Or there could be a big surprise. or you know, And that's what Tony Khan is doing by doing big stuff on Dynamite. So I don't think that hurts it at all.
0: And what I told him, just to be quick about it, the day Tony Khan made the announcement about Ring of Honor, I texted him. I was like, Tony Khan bought Ring of Honor. It already happened. And he was like, oh, fuck. I'm just turning it on now. And I was like. It was like 8.03. Yeah, I was like, back in the day on Monday Nitro, you needed to have that TV on at 7.57 or there was a chance you were going to miss something sick. Mm -hmm. And Tony Khan has been basing his entire business model for three years now off of the best parts of WCW. So if something big is going to happen on Dynamite, you bet. Bro, I turn on TBS at 7.30 and sit like, you know, in the background, sit through Big Bang Theory. Because, you know, yeah. I got, it's not – what you're am I waiting miss, for? You
2: don't want to miss it. Yeah. I mean, I DVR because I I'm not kidding. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. It's difficult, but. what uh So, moving on to – what, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Match of the yeah. month. Yeah. I, I, we already talked about it at nauseum, so I'm not going to put too much into it. For me, it's the doll collar match, Punk and MJF. But isn't that
2: the next month, technically? Because it's March, so really it's – Oh, see, now you – Yeah, see, you all, That what?
0: was mine, too. No, now that's now fine. So, up. I could pick another one. I'll just take Cody's last match in AEW, the title – the ladder match versus Sammy.
1: Now I got now I gotta think because he threw me I was so go, a, so it, was it dog it. it was yeah it was the dog collar match
2: um see I wanna I wanna pick something that I'm gonna get a lot of heat for. Ah fuck it. I'm gonna take the elimination chamber, the the main
1: event. Oh my god, you're gonna get so much heat, dude. It's you dr- I don't even wanna go anymore. I'm not going. I'm dripping in heat, dude.
2: So here's why I'm taking it. Alright. <laughs> because in that match, Effectively, you progress the storyline. You know, it made Lesnar look incredibly strong going into the the the, the pay per view, and it's like, I, as much as I want to pick an AEW match every time, again WWE has been booking Brock Lesnar perfectly since he's come back, and I think that was just another, you know, him punching through the the off script. By the way, yes, you know, and just like
0: really, it was all script. Yeah, because it. The Bobby Lashley thing was allegedly planned, so he had already he knew he was coming out next, and he just figured they would open his thing. And when they didn't, first of all, they were already short on time, and everybody in the ring still had shit to do before Lesnar came out there. And then Lesnar saw that and was like, knew already knew we were short on time, knew once he got out there, it was a race to the finish. So he just took it upon himself to kick the fucking shit open. And people, I think Rollins didn't do a spot once Lesnar came in, because he was like, all right, it's time for Lesnar to go crazy now. Yeah. And they all knew they were under the gun on time.
2: And I think Austin Theory playing the chicken shit heel in that spot was unbelievable. Like, for a kid who who hasn't really figured it out yet. Um, But I... I, I You know what it is? I went into that match with, like, just, like, this is going to be the worst thing ever I've ever seen. And it ended up being much better, so that's why I liked it. That's why I'm going to pick it. And again, it's more of a contradictory pick, because I can just go with Punk and MJF, or I can go with Sammy and Cody. But we got to talk about all this stuff, too. You know what I mean?
1: I like it. Yeah, I guess Sammy and Cody was probably the best match In that month for me, but I really just want to go to the dog collar
2: match because. Well, the next (laughs) next next time we do a review, I
1: can't can't do that. Yeah, I just won't do that. Yeah, that's the that's the thing. You get you get a little skewed with the with the uh, the recapping,
0: but. that it. Yeah, that's all we got. Right. Final uh, final thoughts.
2: Before before we get out of here, we gotta cross promote. So we we this this death Say somebody comes across this. Where else can they find us? There, white bread.
0: Show wise, are you talking about social media? Both social media, Instagram and TikTok at Hoh Podcasting. Search you know anywhere you get your podcast. You search House of Havoc. Everything's under one thread. You'll find the Death of Kayfabe. You'll find during football season Parley Vu, which is our football gambling podcast. Just recently, we just started up doing top tens where we pick a category, we argue about a top ten list. Everyone has their own list, and we gotta you know we argue, we make a final list at the end. That one's very controversial. We just did Nintendo 64 games.
2: What
0: took the toss by GoldenEye? No, GoldenEye was nine. 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 As a consensus, ranked. Well, I had it at nine. ten. He
1: had it at ten. I had it unranked. Oh, I had it at ten, yeah. I had it at ten, yeah.
0: No, number one was... Star Fox. Star Fox 64.
2: Star- I mean... Let home.
1: me ask you something. Let me ask some. This is just really fucking fucked up. We, we, can't, we can't take too much time, but... Banjo-Kazooie was below... Pokemon Stadium. Is that a sin?
0: It's your own fault though, because you put Pokemon Stadium Two on your list as well. You gave Jack the extra. Points. I put him. I put him six Pokemon so, Stadium Seven. Pokemon my brother Jack, Stadium. who was born two thousand two, after the release of Nintendo GameCube, but because of us, still played. You know, he put Pokemon Stadium Two as his number one. The way we did it: if you get a number one vote, you get ten points, nine points down the line, like that. He ca- had Pokemon Stadium on the list somewhere, which gave it enough points because he's the it's only disgusting. One who, he's the only one who had Banjo Kazooie on his list. So fucking you dealt. No no, with no, 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 no. Uh, Brian had Banjo. Because
2: Here, here's the thing: I was a PlayStation guy, but I did play a fair amount of Nintendo sixty-four. I would throw a game because like the first game I ever played for Nintendo sixty four was Cruising Cruising World. Cruising USA USA, baby, which was a fun game.
1: I can't. Uh, We can't do this right now because I had that. I had that. I had that as an honorable mention. Before
2: before I get into it, like there's like games that I might hold in a high regard that you guys don't hold in a high regard because I was a PlayStation guy. So, I'm also a Star Wars guy, so I fucking love Rogue Squadron. Rogue Squadron was on my list. It was Shadows, on the list. Shadows yeah. of the Empire. I love fucking Shadows of the Empire. I don't have that on my list. Shadows
0: of the Empire was a sick game.
2: So, but but again, I was a PlayStation guy. So, and like a PlayStation game that, I, if you guys ever do PlayStation, a game that we all play that maybe not a lot of people play was Die Hard Trilogy. Shut funny, the fuck up! Fucking phenomenal. <laughs> Shut it. the fuck play, up! Play it and then shit on it. Play it and
1: shit. On All right, it. I'll tr- no, I no, I will try it. Alright, so I gotta try. Die
2: Hard trilogy—it's three separate games in one game. So Die Hard one—it's literally it's like third person—you're running around this office just killing terrorists. It's a fucking amazing. It's like you have to save the hostages and kill the terrorists. The second game is a first-person shooter where you're in the airport and you're killing terrorists. The third game is a you're in a taxi cab and you're having to go to drive to places to defuse bombs. And I know it sounds crazy, it's the most addictive game you've played. I can't top five (laughs) PlayStation. If you ask anybody in my crew Die Hard trilogy is a top 5 game cuz we played that. I can't. Game? I can't get <laughs> I don't know. I'll have to give it a shot or something. Dude, I'm t- if you, it's also cuz we were all huge fans of Die like the Die Hard film franchise and it like follows the movies in the game so it's like you're in like the first game is like this third person like you're just running around finding like sick weapons and just killing terrorists.
1: I think this is the perfect time well to end the show, but to also say I've never seen any Die
0: Hards ever. I'm gonna I'm gonna piggyback on you with Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. We're not gonna have that argument here though. <laughs> Listen, a piece we will. Of
2: died inside. This <laughs> is this is
0: this is a good segue for the final thing you can find at under the House of Havoc banner currently. The Rewind season two of the Rewind will be releasing within the next few months. We don't have a date yet. Every episode of that of season two is going to be an adaptation. So we know we did Shawshank Redemption going to be on there. The Harry Potter films. Um, Some Lord of the Rings stuff, Ready Player One, possibly, but for season three, when when we move on past adaptations, we'll throw Die Hard on there, and that's when we could have the Christmas movie argument. Yeah, we'll do a season of Christmas movies. (laughs)
2: Here's, I just just want to give you a quick little my my two cents on it. It's not a Christmas movie. It's a movie you watch at Christmas time. Because
0: it takes place during Christmas. Yes. That's so. It's such a loophole. Here, but, I don't agree.
1: Here's the
2: thing. <laughs> my, my family had a tradition when my brother got old enough. Yeah. When we decorated the Christmas tree as a family, we would make, like, snacks, and then we would decorate the tree and watch Die Hard. Not because it's like, oh, I want to sit down and feel warm and cozy. It's just, like, why would you watch Die Hard in the middle of the summer when there are fucking Christmas carols on Die Hard? Like, that makes no sense to me.
1: I don't know. I, I, I can't get behind any of this. Anything that's going on right now, I can't get behind any of it because I've never seen it. It literally... You would think for you a movie it, that so it, many.
0: Yeah, but like.
1: You would think for a, a movie that so um, many. It's been people a minute, but yeah. Talk so, about.
2: Just the scene alone, where he there's a scene in there where one of the terrorists is killed, and he's in the elevator, and he writes on the terrorist shirt, "Ho, ho, ho! Now I have a machine gun. Christmas! It makes it Christmas all you get." Like I'm not saying. <laughs> It's not it's not I mean that
1: does make it kind of Christmas not, uh,
2: and the movie starts off with like jingle bell. Like you hear like like this like jingle bells playing and like it's like there's a Christmas part. It's like there's so much Christmas in that movie that like when I watch it in the summertime I feel weird watching.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I will rewatch it and when we get to that episode we will get to it and we will have well, it. Edgi- yeah, no, you're you're on. You're definitely in. Um but that's it, right? So brought to you by House of Avic Podcasting, Tiger Pack Productions. Sachi D'Donero and Stay Thirsty Company. Peace out.
2: Support your local wrestling.